Greetings only tans. Today is Monday, April 25th. Last night or yesterday, I had on Steve Veerman and Pack Drip, and we talked about a variety of topics, including the NBA playoffs, the revised S3 roadmap for NBA Top Shot. We also even talked about other NFT projects. Steve got really excited talking about how lame some of these other NFT projects are. We got a little uh, strategic insight as well for how Steve and Packdrip are collecting on the platform, but I definitely pressed both of them with some questions to really try to make them think about their collecting strategies, and I hope that it helps you all and and makes you think critically uh, about the way you are interacting with Top Shot and, for that matter, other NFTs as well. Just to let you know, the first 10 minutes or so, we do talk about some of the storylines of the NBA playoffs. So if you are not at all interested in that and you just want to hear about Top Shot, then fast forward about 10 or 15 minutes. A reminder that none of this is financial advice. And let's just jump right into it. Hello, everybody. How are you all doing? It is Sunday, April 24th, and we are here, and we have some special community members with us tonight. We're going to talk that new roadmap. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit of NBA playoffs, and we'll talk whatever else you guys have on your minds. But with me today, we've got Steve Veerman, and we've got Pack Drip. So let's just bring them all in one at a time. I'm going to reuse... My, uh, well, actually, I have a couple of new videos. The Steve one is from before, but let's first bring in our buddy to the show, uh, Pack Drip, with a new intro, and then we'll bring in Veerman. So here we go. Here's Pack Drip's new intro, as I've been promising. Here we go. There's the man. I'm AG. I don't know who Pack Drip is. Well, AG's getting AG getting postponed because I actually made him postpone because he wanted to do some like giveaway thing and it was all way last minute and I said let's just push it back. Um, all right, but, so I won't troll AG this hard. I'll change yeah, it back. We'll, we'll change uh, it back. How do I change it? Actually, I well, I did this the last time I was on here. You'll figure that out, and then I'm going to intro yeah. Steve as well. Steve, th- this is the intro actually from this might have been the first Top Shot interview I did on my channel. Um, when it was like, the whale, one of the whales of NBA Top Shot joins me. So here we go. Here's Steve's intro. <laughs> What's up, Beerman? What's good, Steve? Man, it's, uh, well, it's all good. That's a great, great classic intro. I love it. <laughs> yeah, we love it. We love it. Um, so I think there's a lot to talk about. First of all, Steve, congratulations on the Raptors coming back and taking one. We got one. I mean, against all odds and against the refs, we got one. We we wouldn't we wouldn't let uh, we wouldn't let the refs hold us down. You know, as, as much as they want to, uh, you know, it's clearly one sided. We we uh, you know we for sheer sheer will alone we. Uh, we're able to, you know, to get a win at least. 
Well, you got Scotty Barnes, the rookie of the year. That's a nice yeah. little booster to the fan base. And Siakam played out of his mind. Is that right? Yeah, he played well. It's like a, I think a career playoff best for Siakam, which is, you know, it's it's great because he's always been a little inconsistent, especially in the playoffs. Right. Uh, so it's great to see. And yeah, Barnes is back. Um, you know, that injury there was a bit scary for a while. So yeah, man, I think I think we have a chance. I mean, it, it's it's a long shot, but it's it's a chance. Yeah, sure. Um, and Embiid is apparently injured. He's got like a torn thumb. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's a torn, torn thumb and a, a torn ego. <laughs> I like it. Gonna, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's going to be tough. I mean, it's going to be, again, in Philadelphia, game five is next. Um, but, hey, the LeBron did it versus the Warriors. Why not Toronto? True. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the, 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 the harder one, because, I, I mean, we were, we were down 3 nothing, But, I mean, uh, the Nets are also down 3 nothing. Uh and I know uh, coming back from three nothings never happened, um, but it's like, well, at this point, I almost feel like the Raptors are in a better spot to do it than the Nets. And I'm not again; it's a long shot for both. But yeah, I think definitely the only team that has a chance of that is the Raptors. Uh, the Nets are cooked. It's going to be the sto- the headline. Everyone's going to be talking about how Kyrie just ruined another team, and Kyrie's going to bounce. He's going to jump ship. That's what's going to happen, like a rat off a burning boat or whatever the saying is. That's what's going to happen. I'm calling it now. Kyrie leaves the Nets. Kyrie jumps ship. That would be interesting. I've seen uh, some dude, Cuffs the Legend, the, the LeBron source, uh, he said something about Kyrie and Russ swap. And, like, KD mm. gets Russ back and Kyrie and LeBron team back up. And they both have I big mean, contracts, so it weighs out. That would be cool. I, I just don't know. Like, I, I want to think that Russ isn't cooked, but I, apparently a lot of like NBA minds think that he kind of is. He refuses know, to set screens and cuts. He doesn't fight through ball screens. That's that's the league, you know? <laughs> like, if you're not yeah. guarding that as the point guard, then um, then things get hard for the rest of your team. And is he worth building around at his age and what his skill set is today? I don't think so. Yeah, but yeah. Russ still hoop. He can still hoop. He's better than the majority of the players in the league. I don't think he's applying himself as as well as he could. Um, and also, you know, he's a little bit on the decline, like anybody else. Yeah. Would be. Well, I, I hope he gets a, a chance somewhere else. I think L.A. is also kind of a hard place to play. Once you play in L.A. and you have like a bad first showing, I think it gets pretty hard to come back from that. But uh, anyway, so right now, just for those watching, right now the. Um, the Warriors are playing the Nuggets, and it looks like it's a close game, but it's just in the first quarter. Six, the Warriors are up by one point. Bucks smacked around the Bulls today. That series looks like it's just about over. They really crushed them. Giannis had 32, 17, and 7. So, Love to see it. Yeah, I still think the Bucks are probably the team to beat in the East, although the Celtics are, are definitely going to get some attention right now because they're going to sweep those lowly nets. And um, I don't know. Were you guys watching that game? What do you think is wrong with the Nets? Why why is uh, Kevin Durant playing like a shell of himself? Is the Boston defense that good? Do you want to go or I'll take it? Uh, You can take it away first. All right. Well, I'm seeing that they they just don't have anybody else. I like Bruce Brown. As much shit as as he's caught from the Top Shot community, he's pretty damn good. 
He is good. He's a good roll guy. He does his thing. And there's some (laughs) nights he can drop 15, hit a couple corner threes, play some great defense, box out. For an undersized guy, he he is pretty solid. No, he's a very good player. I mean, he just became the scapegoat because he had two 60Ks back-to-back, and everyone's like, Right. Oh my God! What are you guys doing? Well, um, you got Lamarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin paid on the bench. You know, there, there's just there's a lot of empty space on that team. I think Patty Mills um, somehow just isn't doing what he was doing earlier in the year. I don't know what what's that a product of. It's probably Kyrie coming back. It's it's a, it's a case of not really knowing Maybe. your identity anymore on the team. So it happened to the Celtics when the Celtics had Jalen and Tatum and Horford. Not no, sorry, and um, Hayward and Kyrie. Everyone was like, oh, this team is des- destined for greatness. And yes, Hayward got injured. But a big issue was that the players didn't have an identity. And Jalen was like, I'm the guy. And Tatum's like, I'm the guy. And Hayward's like, I'm the guy. And what happens is you you can't gel when you have a team like that. So mm-hmm. in this case, it's, po- it's very possible that Patty Mills may have sort of become the guy in his own right. And now he's not. So yeah. And no Joe Harris. Yep. No. No, sure. No Joe Harris. There's just so much like contract, that. like – usage and it's not being actually used on the court you know it's it's hard when half your roster is not playing half the people you're paying big money is not playing um yeah i don't think the nets have a shot this year you know obviously they're they're down (laughs) 3-0 but it's just like i never really was worried like celtics in milwaukee i knew they would eliminate him first round no problem um i don't know celtics are really good I know their defense, um, they're clicking at an insane level. And now Rob Williams is coming back. I mean, we, I talked about this last week with Weisberg, but like the it's amazing in the NBA how you bring back certain players and they make just like multiples of difference. Like you bring back Al Horford, you bring back Daniel Tice, and just having these players that weren't that special on other teams come back and all of a sudden it's like a multiplier effect. It's incredible to me. Can, can have a weird unlike- effect. And the cause and effect thing, um, you know, now you got Rob Williams coming back. Maybe Bruce Brown or whoever else is stretching him out, pulling him to the three-point line now to get him out of the paint. It could create a a double wrinkle. You know what I'm saying? It could create an actual problem for the Celtics that the Nets could unlock too. It's true. I didn't mention anything about the Heat. The Heat are also playing well. I mean, Steve's favorite player, Lowry, uh, got hurt last last game, I think. But Lowry is showing you that he's a very important key to, to that Heat team. Uh, so they're going to need him to be healthy to make some real noise. Yeah, and just to comment on uh, the net situation, like, you know, from the last ga- game, it's clear what they need to do. They need to basically just build a team around Bruce Brown. I mean, he's the only one scoring. He doesn't have any support, you know? I mean, who are who are Bruce Brown's role players? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I don't even think it's that far off. Like, I would get rid of Kyrie. Bruce Brown, he's a young guy, and he probably could be a really good player. But for whatever reason, Kevin Durant seems like he doesn't care or he just can't get a shot off versus the Celtics, and he's like, okay, I'm not having fun here. As good as as Kyrie is, kind of, uh, I don't know. He's yet to, like, win something without, like, someone else. He he won on LeBron's team, okay, but LeBron won before that. He's won after that. Uh, But granted, he, he... he yeah. was huge, though, Steve, when they beat the Warriors. Like, he, like, took over games yeah. when they yeah, beat the Warriors. Yeah, he was. He was. Um, but, you know, Durant's won before as well. I mean, he joined the, you know, he basically – Yeah, those, those don't count. Those are asterisks. I know. I, know. Those are, I agree with you. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, you know, Kyrie is uh, just interesting. That's all. Whatever team he's mm. on, it's just so far doesn't seem to be panning out for him. So the common denominator might just be Kyrie. Um, yeah, yeah. 
I don't know. Maybe ship him to Portland. Put Dame in his shoes. I bet you Dame will handle the Nets role a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get rid of Kyrie. You send him to a a franchise that's trying to blow it up and trying to tank. He gets to do his own thing. I think weed's legal over there. I think Kyrie will be great over in in Washington. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um. Kyrie is a, is a definitely an interesting character. It's a shame too because he's like a once in a generation offensive talent. Like he's incredibly yeah. gifted. Well, he's he got to find be, himself because right? he can't. He's, he has nothing else to fall back on. He's got to be a hooper. Like yeah. he's not going to be giving lectures or whatever. Like he's, you know, no one's no one's asking him. No one's no one's talking him for his insight. You know, on other <laughs> non basketball related things. So he better be. You know, it's like that uh, that Biggie lyric. You know, you're either selling crack rock or you got a wicked jump shot. <laughs> He's got a wicked jump shot, and thank God. Um, because, like, I don't know, man. He's, he's uh, you know, there's a lot of shit that happened this this season. And yeah. he, he picked an interesting um, line to kind of draw on the sand. So, you know, I'm not too sympathetic if he's not able to work with his team and, and to kind of make that happen. And granted, too, that trade with the Sixers, I mean, you got a bunch of new players, too, that maybe haven't had a chance to really find themselves and where they kind of fit in. Right. Um, so, you know, I'll, I'll, it's worth kind of highlighting that too. Yeah. Timing is everything. Like you just, cause you bring a bunch of good players together also doesn't mean anything. It's all about, um, the, like how they gel in the locker room and just people knowing their identity, knowing their roles, finding their spots, etc. And that's what Weisberg actually like Weisberg, by the way, Weisberg really knows his stuff. Like, I don't know if you saw that, but Weisberg really knows his stuff. And he was talking about how, like why Daniel Tice and Al Horford are making such big impacts and like talking, talking through Al Horford's like contract situation and what the, how the Celtics could play the salary cap game. And it was pretty interesting. Um, and I think uh, 90% of my audience was tuning out, but, but the people who cared about the Celtics definitely enjoyed it. No, Mike's, um, Mike's on point. Yeah, he really is. He's a Boston sports guy. He, he knows his stuff. Yeah. He like deserves to be one of those, like those, um, locked on type of things where team specific experts just talk about a team and just dive deep. I, f- I could see him doing something like that. Uh, but anyhow, why don't we change gears a little bit? I, uh, we talked about the playoffs. Where's my, I always have my palate cleansing jump into the water and then I always lose it. <laughs> but I want to talk about this. Uh, obviously this series three roadmap adjustment. Um, I want to hear what you guys think about it. And as soon as StreamYard's kicking it, your ass, Tandy. I know. What is with this? Um, she, 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 she. That's how I feel right now. Okay, here it is. Okay, so. That's your palate cleansing video. Let's talk about the Series 3 updated roadmap. Um, so, you know, if you go to the website, by the way, like it's it's front and center, which is also kind of interesting. Um, that's good to see. But I'll show that to you right now. So, yeah, look, there, there it is, front and center. You can't miss it. It's all over the place. Um, so if we're talking about just usability and such, uh, users understanding things a little bit better, it's still, I think it's still pretty confusing for the average user, but right now I don't think there are many average users on top shot. I think, uh, right now you're either a diehard or not. Um, so 
yeah. What happened ahead. to the floor because of this announcement? I feel like they said we're going to release less stuff, and here's a bunch of packs that require trade tickets, and then the floor drops. <laughs> No, what? The floor, the, floor what just... the floor is up now, though. The floor is, th is basically it... three bucks across the board. Oh, uh, okay. well, it... I was trying I don't to know. buy some two dollar tickets this morning, and like they're not that common. Uh, yeah. Like when the when the announcement dropped, yeah, you're right. Like everyone yeah. starts listing at two bucks, but mm -hmm. I think I think a lot of those have been scooped up. Uh, even no, I'm saying even for S twos. Like I I follow the Milwaukee Bucks base two set, and I just buy everything that hits four bucks. All of a sudden, things were sitting for three dollars yesterday, and like the day before too. And it was really confusing. I'm like, I haven't been able to pick a Brook Lopez up for five or under three or four dollars for a long time. So I scooped a few of those up. I got like 70 of them now. I, I'm I, doing the same thing with Giannis, by the way. Giannis, yeah. is, is five dollars for his five dollars for a Giannis <laughs> championship badge. My I got God. like 250 of them now because wow. um, it's like, in what world does this is this go? Does this go? Does it this age poorly? The only the only world that does age poorly is if the product just goes to zero and it just disappears. But mm -hmm. like, how could you not want a Giannis championship? You know, moment like it's not from the the championship, but it's from the you know the season. It's yeah. got the badge on it. It's a pretty sweet dunk. The dunk's over Durant. You know, like what more do you want in a moment for five bucks? But Steve, I think that brings up an interesting conversation, which I'm sure you've heard other people talk about as well. But like, I think that some of the, the some of the challenge I see is when, and especially when we didn't even know if that that they were listening to us about supply. But when you think about series down the line, like the a Giannis 40k. What's going to make it special is what will be that badge. But just think how many moments of Giannis there's going to be. Like when we're in like season six, how many Giannis moments are there going to be? Like a hundred? I mean, unless they really significantly address supply even harder than they've kind of hinted at. And that and part of my concern is then you're going to have like a 40K, a 35K, a 60K. You're going to have all these like non-common base Giannis. Then you're going to have all these other base moments Giannis. So what is going to make like that 40K particularly special? I mean, they, why won't it just go to the polar opposites where people are either going to want the top shot debut or the series one or the new shiny toy that's going to be in like a flash challenge why do they go why are people going to shop in the middle that's a good question i mean my my um my my instinct would would be to say there's a lot that um top shot can still do with like the product uh and the obvious one is is this whole crafting idea right of um well, like burn challenges, basically, where you have to, um, you know, burn some moments to get some other moment. And a part of me thinks, well, they could do some really creative stuff. Maybe not immediately, but um, in, you know, and maybe in the next year or so where maybe you have to burn, you know, one series, one Giannis and one series, two Giannis and one series, three Giannis. Maybe you get like some other moment or something, right? You could, they could do some really creative things. Um, what we haven't seen too are like, I would say player challenges. Like how cool would it be if you, if you had to collect like uh, three different Giannis's, but they had to be different plays completely. And then you would get like another Giannis reward out of it. Mm -hmm. um, we haven't seen anything like that. And I think, not think, but I hope that um, like, that's one of my strategies. My strategy is like play every strategy basic. Cause I don't know which way this product is going, yeah. but if it, if it does happen to go that, that way, that at least I've got like, um, I've got some strategy carved out for me where I, I've, I've stacked particular moments that I think would work in that case. Mm -hmm. yeah. Pac, do you have anything to add to that or? Um, no, I agree. There's, there's like a million ways to skin a cat. And I, I try to learn every single way on top shot. 
I really do. I try to figure it out. I, I want to have team set covered. I want to stack team set stuff. I want to stack um, some S1 stuff. I think that's always important. I've also kind of narrowed down a few of the bottlenecks, like uh, Darius Baisley, I think, is like the new bottleneck to the Thunder set because KD won't count as the historical moment anymore. Okay. So, like, I have, like, seven Baisleys, and then I have, like, seven Marcus Morris S1s because he's at 1,500. Um, and if that never happens, then I got, like, some other stuff that I got. I got Rising Stars set that I'm holding on to because I think Anthony Edwards' dunk is a grail, like an NBA grail. We'll see that. I bet you our grandkids will watch that highlight. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's I, I one of the few because this is this is a conversation we had last week too, and that and it kind of makes a good point too about what Steve was just saying, which is like it's a dunk over Durant, and that's a good question, which is how much does the actual play matter? Because mm. because a year ago people were stacking that LeBron no look three, it, saying mm-hmm. like everyone's going to collect this thing. The fact that this is under like fifteen hundred dollars is like free money. And then it's like, but do people care? Like, do people care about the highlight? And as of right now, the answer is no. Um, I don't know what would get us to yes, other than like a few moments. I forgot about the Anthony Edward one. That's a clear one to me. And it's like the Steph MSFE. And you would you would think it's like the LeBron tribute dunk. Yeah. But you know, but I just yeah. sold one of those for the first time since I basically joined the platform, by the way. It might have been my only one I've ever sold. I just I sold it like uh, three four days ago. In protest? Um, well, no, because <laughs> of this you. exact no. Well, this exact reason of like I just realized people just don't give a shit about the plays. Right. Um. Like the no look three is a perfect example. It's like seventy or eighty dollars now. Right. And that used to be like the moment, and so it's like okay, so um, the no look three has dropped. Like it's just you know it, it's it's one twentieth the value it once was. Yep. The, the, the the tribute dunk is one fifth the value used to be. So I'm just doing some math here. I'm like, oh, well, there's room for that tribute dunk to fall still. So I'm just going to sell yeah. this guy before everyone just completely gives up on this moment too. Um, right. Because the current design of Top Shot is they're not um, directing you towards collecting like the cool play. It's just it's a lot of gamification. A, a lot of this has been talked about. Like MBL has brought it up a few times. Mm-hmm. But everyone's basically just collecting around flash challenges. Um, and there doesn't seem to be a lot of other people collecting just because it's cool. And I right. think we need that. Right. And, and, and then this brings the question, which is like, how many people need to be collecting because it's cool to be able to fight off this massive oversupply that we're still finding ourselves in. Um, cause that is again, and, and LG made an amazing podcast about this right before the series three office hours update, which was like, this is a sports product. Like they're not going to stop making highlights to tell you the story of the season. So then the question becomes, then what can they do? And, and I like at least, and this is what I interpreted and let me know how you guys interpreted it too. Um, but it seemed like a lot of the packs that are going to be released for the rest of S3 are either going to be really low circulation, like rares, legendaries. And if they're caught com- more common, they're going to be trade ticket packs. And I don't know. I, I'm probably wrong in that it's not all going to be that way. But that made me really hopeful. And it also tells me also that you can still tell the story of a season, of a playoffs, of whatever, and have some of those moments just be super rare. And like, okay, the, everyone doesn't have to be able to buy this stuff. And so first of all, like, what do you – is that what you interpreted from the – 
from the uh, update, and then I'll, I'll follow with my next question after. But is that what you interpreted also about these packs that are upcoming? Nobody's buying the story anyway. We just said nobody's buying the No Look 3. No one cares. No one cares about the play. So why are we telling the story? I think we should probably um, <laughs> not tell the story anymore if that's the case. If, yeah, if a, we're playing I'm, I'm a different to, game. I'm about to pour one out all over my keyboard for Austin Kent, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we got to. We got to pour one out for Austin. <laughs> pour it out for Austin Kent. He can't press the, the mint button anymore. Oh, the and famous buttons too. and levers yeah. of Top Shot. And it sucks too because like that always felt so jarring to me because it was there was all this half of like the people that were loud positive on the community on Twitter were like oh these plays are incredible and like the thumbnail art's amazing and the quality just through the roof and it's like yes that's absolutely true but like it's not itching this massive mosquito bite that everyone is, is like crying about which is please stop giving us so much supply um, so. So then my question is, did you interpret it the same way that I did, which is that there's not a lot of like common, super hot, super large supply stuff coming for the rest of S3 and it's mostly more limited stuff and the common stuff is mostly trade ticket stuff. Did you interpret that or did I interpret that wrong? That's the way I interpreted it. Okay, um, cool. And even like the, because there was that spaces that happened shortly after and I think Jacob mentioned something about just changing the narrative where it's not it's not dapper versus us i know i was trying i was trying to find that clip when i was re-listening to it because that's so i love hearing that they get it like when they say things like that it's like okay they're actually listening they actually are paying attention because that's the biggest problem i feel is like when we feel like they're not hearing everyone on twitter it's like you think that you they have to be reading all these tweets but we don't really hear anything and then, well, and then they talk about it. I think there's a problem here too. I think they may understand it now. We're, we're, I honestly believe there are very few instances where they should be printing more than, you know, let's just say 15K or something of a moment. Yeah. I, I would rather, like the, the Bruce Brown situation is a good one. Yeah. So there's 120,000 Bruce Brown comments in Series 3 between two different moments. I, I, would be okay, I would be not okay, but I would be less, I would be more okay if it was spread over 12 moments, mm-hmm. right? It's like, well, you don't have to collect them all. And at least if you get a different one, like, yeah, I, I don't know, just to get another, like, what are you trying to tell us basically when there's only between five and 10,000 active users and there's 120,000 Bruce Brown? Are you trying to tell us that each one of us has to stack 12? Because if we don't, then it's like, well, demand, you know, doesn't equal supply and then we're fucked kind of thing, right? Yeah, and so exactly. um, I, I think they, they are printing, they do get it. Um, and I, 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 I appreciate that they're using trade tickets again, because I think that was better received before when they first did it a couple of weeks ago. It was, I, I like loved it. Yeah. Because it, it's, it seemed like they were willing to forego, um, money, which is like, they make most of their money now from packs. They're yeah. willing to forego money to make people feel like their shit moments had some utility and they could trade them in for other moments. And yep. I thought that was really cool. And I love the fact they're doing that. They're expanding it to do it with, with rare packs and, you know, hollow packs. And it's like, this is incredible. And, you know, my, my immediate thought after that was if they keep doing this hypothetical situation Mm -hmm. um, where there might be so much demand for trade tickets that the floor might go to four bucks, might go to five bucks. You never know, depending on how long they do this for. Mm -hmm. And there might be a scenario here where people start begging to release more commons 
because they need no one's gonna and they, and they keep the pack price the same by the way so let's say you needed like 10 trade tickets for a pack or something right yep. um there is a scenario here where people just they're it, like maybe they're trying to pull that lever right now of like okay like we're gonna we're gonna you know let you use your trade tickets until you until you don't want to anymore, right? Because and why not? And, wh- and why not? Because that'll create amazing sentiment when you rip a pack yep. and you're not going, oh, that's the blue one. Okay, click that one. Because that's what happened to the packs. And the packs used to be like the most exciting moment of the week. And now it's like every week. <laughs> so it's like, come on. That, you need that magic back. Like that's, that's how you get that magic back. It's like, oh, yes, yes, I got a Giannis. And now it's like, okay, it's a cool clip. How much? Oh, three bucks. Yeah. All right, what's next? Like, I think people should be making a decision on whether they want to keep it or whether they want to sell it. I don't think it should always be sell it, sell it, sell it. Like, it should. There should be some element of um, maybe I should hold, hold on to this because it could be either you know there's some other future utility for it, or it could just be worth more next week than it is this week, right, or tomorrow or whatever. Um, but for the last year, it's basically been oh, if you get a high value moment, just sell it because it's going to be worth less tomorrow. Um, and they need to, yeah, change, and, to change that. And how, how can they change that if it's not like burning or how do we do that and still have the existing challenge structure? Like how do you make it so that it's not in your best interest to get rid of your moments when right now that's clearly always the, the smart play as of right now? Well, it, it's tough to say. I'm seeing a, a mic. Uh, sorry. I'm seeing a comment here from Mike um, with like the, the blended packs, like the, um, yeah, it was interesting because a lot of the rares and legendaries, they tanked, which I thought was incredibly fascinating because it, they should have actually gone up. And here's why. The odds were harder to get a, a pull of legendary and a rare than when they were if you, um, like the, the odds were, it was more difficult. You have to spend, you would have to spend more money um, to pull a hollow than if you did previously in the guaranteed packs. So, mm-hmm. Like it just—it's weird how the market responded in an opposite way. Where um, no, like prices actually went down, and I think a lot of that was because if people pulled a hollow out of a twenty-dollar pack, they felt like anything above twenty dollars was a win. Exactly. Um, but they didn't understand that. No, no, you actually had to spend the equivalent of like ten thousand dollars to pull that to guarantee basically that you would pull that hollow. Versus before, it might have been like a thousand dollars out of it. You know, if you could get a hollow pack. So. There's just yeah. like a, a misunderstanding of like, no, no, it was it's much more difficult to pull out of those random packs and people just wanted the money immediately. And it just, the market's just crazy. I just think that's a very nuanced um, idea of really uh, understanding the math behind it and what you would theoretically have to spend and what it's theoretical value. Cause like you said, it's, I spent 20 bucks. I got something that's any worth anywhere from 500 all the way up to 1200. I'll take my 500 and call it a day. Like I think that that to me is the easiest answer to that to that issue. Not, not understanding that, like um, statistically, they might not ever pull a legendary ever again from the, right. from any blended pack, right? Like it's it's so hard to do that, especially for like the standard packs, where I think it was like one in again, it was like one in I don't know five hundred or one in it was the odds were insane. Um, so to think that someone else could do that again, like no, people just don't value the thing they got or understand how rare it was. But also this point about rent seeking. Um, do you do you think that rent seeking is really still a thing? Like, the, my my take is that the people who sell stuff on Top Shot, they're not selling to leave Top Shot. They're not there to be like a, a, a vulture and get on Top Shot, get a pack, and 
piss off with the money. I think the majority of people and like myself included, when I like rent seek, that money just goes straight back into my dapper. And then I want to buy more packs or buy more moments. I feel like the people that were sort of villainized back in a year ago were the people that would come from other, other NFT communities. And some of those people probably still do this. They have the, the token gated collector score. They come if they hit, maybe a lot of them still do take money and leave. But um, I, I wouldn't argue that there's too much rent seeking when your average ROI on a pack has gone down by so much. Do you guys feel that way as well? Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I think a lot of the rent seekers are gone. There's one exception. Um, and that would be people, uh, the users that are basically bot snipers that will snipe mm -hmm. like, you know, mispriced moments before anyone mm -hmm. has a chance realistically. And, you know, these, these accounts, they never seem to go to bed. They never seem to sleep. So, yeah. you know, just are they bots? Yeah. They fucking are because like there's there's no world where they aren't sleeping and and yet they are they aren't sleeping like they're not a person um and like I have tried I've you know when I first up until maybe three months ago I had like a really kind of a shitty laptop and I was buying everything on a machine that could barely handle more than like five or six tabs at once so I got a new machine and now I'm able to like click faster and buy more but even with my machine I'm uh I'm I'm trying my best sometimes to snipe, um, and and it's so it's so tough against these like super well known accounts, yeah. and I'm I'm a pretty fast clicker. I'm pretty fucking good at it. Um, <laughs> like I know what I'm doing. I know the keyboard shortcuts. It's really hard to like click faster than me, and yet like a lot of the people are doing it consistently. Um, I really wish that Top Shot would take that part more seriously, only because I think it could be the most fun part of the entire platform. Mm -hmm. If you if you gamified the the buying process so that people actually had to like they were battling almost yeah um, and, and everyone had a fair shot and, and like a, a two-minute window or something then i think that a, could duck, be really a duck race it's yeah. a duck race honestly why not why not <laughs> that could be so much fun because like, how else could you have fun on this platform right now right and i think these 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 types of accounts which there aren't that many of them but i think they still there's still enough of them to um take some of the joy away from people who just want to go and snipe some moments that's a good point you bring up joy um that was a big point of this run it back debacle was that people were talking about how much joy they felt had been robbed from them or or at least like i know ifro wrote this whole blog about it um and, and that was something that i had never concerned um thought about before but Efro, it made it that's the guy right there in what way just the the, the nice blog that he wrote no nah, it wasn't the oh, blog right it was the right space here. ifro's here get out of here <laughs> yeah so uh, well, uh, I guess uh, his ears were burning, but the last round of elite packs was better than one in sixty of having legendary cards. All drops. I got, I got well over a hundred elite packs. Wait, so Efro, are you saying you got a legendary, or what are you saying there exactly? Unless I'm reading that wrong. So but yeah, the point Ifro is, Efro had the quote of the spaces. Let me just fit this in because Efro yeah. deserves the shout out. He said to Jacob, to his face, "Can I whisper? Should I whisper?" Yeah, you can whisper. He said, no, he said, why is your lean staff a feature and not a bug? He used their own terminology against them. I've never seen that type. Of, that was like mental warfare. He I did know the, he did every, the Uno. He did the Uno reverse. Like fire alarms went off at Dapper Lab. Like things <laughs> happened. People were lighting filing cabinets on fire. That was crazy. That was like 
ether. Like that was like the the ultimate diss. He said, "Why is your? Because they've been bragging about it. We have this leading staff. We could do this and we could do that. Everyone's a Swiss Army knife. Blah blah blah. Those are the only people we look for." And then. He just turns around, and then Jacob the whole time is saying the problem is the lean staff. Everyone's trying to do this. Nobody knows. There's there's no checks and balance. There's one check and balance guy, but he can't check and balance everything. Um, and, yeah, he just pulls out, why is your lean staff a feature and not a bug? And why don't you guys see it as a bug? And it, it's just like the conversation kind of shifted from there and deflections and things like that. So I want to give a big shout-out to Efro. That was – he dropped bars. That was great. And I hope we see more of that on on spaces. I mean, I know that the last time they were having spaces, eventually Jacob just got like fed up. I, I, I still I still remember like the last um the last spaces or whatever you want to call it, the last office hours, and he was just like, All right, guys, so should we stop doing this? And then we didn't hear about him for like forever. So it was nice to see that he's sort of recharged and re-energized, and it seems like they have like a new approach to this and they're gonna br- include other people so Jacob doesn't become just like the scapegoat that I think he sort of unfairly becomes. Um, so I think that'll all be good, and I hope that they like people like Efro will continue to get spotlighted and we can continue to feel like they're actually listening. I mean, that's always such a huge relief because so many of us are so are such stands. We're so bought into this stuff, like at such an uh, such an extreme level that we just want a little bit of back and forth, and like that at least gives us a little bit of back and forth. So let's just say hi to a little bit of a few people here that showed up. We got Collins. Collins was also a speaker on the spaces, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, he's asking a question here. Should anyone buy Series One, run it back? What do you think, uh, Steve? Shouldn't it feel like we sort of hit bottom already? And like, there's nowhere else to go but up. All things else being equal. I mean, as long as yeah, I've I've always just been a believer in like dollar cost averaging, whether it's Top Shot or anything else. Like, if it was cool, if I was buying, you know, no look threes at a thousand dollars, why am I not buying them at seventy? Right? Like, um, are you? (laughs) Well, I'm I'm trying. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Um, I've been buying no threes because I still think there's room for them to drop. But like the 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 35k and 40ks, I've been stacking those. Yeah. Um. Because it's like, well, or even like the LeBron 60K. It's like, in what world, buying them for 4 or $5. It's like, in what world is this, if this doesn't work, if no one wants to join this platform and buy a $4 LeBron, like, we are all fucked. Um, <laughs> you know, when the floor is 3 bucks. So, like, I'm just, I'm collecting those types of things. Um, yeah, but I am. So, I'm, I'm stacking. But it, so, to answer this question about Series 1, um, for better or for worse, they're all released now. Basically, I don't think there's any anything held back except for the right. people who haven't opened their packs yet, yep. um, which I don't think there are that many. So if you're interested in something that's been like fully distributed and because there's a lot of nonsense still about S1 stuff being not, most of it is fully distributed. There are um, a couple exceptions to that with like the series one reserve stuff, right? but most of it is. So if you're interested in these run of backpacks, do it. Um, and I'm curious to see what they, what Top Shot does with the, the, the new version of collector score, because they said they're separating uh, historical moments from team sets. But I'm wondering how much of a bonus or whatever they're going to give to teams if you have these run of back moments. Right, right. Steve, I liked your post about the LeBron. I think it was at the 40K or something. And it was just about how everything's down, no matter what. And yeah, Man, I, out of like, morbid curiosity, like I buy a lot of moments, like a fucking ton. I, like, my morning routine is basically I have a bookmark called uh, Series 2 Base Cheap Stars. And I go through and I just basically I try to sweep the floor. Mm-hmm. And morbid curiosity, I click on some of these. I'm like, how much did people pay for these? 
And like, yeah, the bronze, it's like some of them people pay like $300. I'm buying it for $12 or $13. It's like, it breaks my heart. I'm sure it breaks theirs. Um, but like, I don't know. I'm still, I'm still bullish enough to say, well, fuck it. I'm going to, if I, if I liked it at 300, why am I not buying it at 12? I mean, the only, the only counterpoint is the thing I mentioned before, which is just how many series down the line, how many more LeBron moments are there that get added, similar circulation, whatever. Do you think, does that affect your thinking at all? Or do you think about it, that it, at all? It, it does. But the, I think crafting and even like when they hinted, it's like it's, everything they do is kind of a bit cryptic. But when they hinted like series four is going to be dramatically different and how they mint things. Right. Like I think they might, if it's dramatically different, I think they might actually start minting to demand or might start, they might start printing them only when they're, um, when you when you buy a pack or just so they don't overmint by mistake i don't know they might do mm. some interesting things there but in any event i think what that says to me is this has all just kind of been um a misstep on their part like they've been to too much and for that reason i think it's almost like um like they're all like errors like in right. a way like all series two and series three stuff this feels like a big error in my in my mind but not in a bad way in, in like a way that i don't think they'll repeat that ever again um so that's another reason why i'm just like okay i might as well just accumulate this cheap stuff for three, four bucks, right? Like I, I if it goes, if it goes south, I, I mean, the worst case scenario for me is I use it for, as a trade ticket, which I don't right. think is a bad, a bad thing. But. Right. Yeah. And the nice thing about buying near the floor is there's not a whole lot of room to drop, which is, which is a lot better than, I mean, even kind of the run it backs. I mean, some of those run it backs are several hundred dollars, thousand, two thousand dollars. It's like if enough people decide to start running for the exits, those also can have a lot of room to fall the same way as that LeBron no look three, also in your uh, estimation has room to fall you know more even more so when a moment is like a thousand fifteen hundred bucks or something but um anyhow so i I scooped a recent s1 run it back i grabbed kelly olenic okay finished my celtics full team set um couldn't get the kevin garnett um gotta think gotta think things out for that but i mean don't don't feel bad i don't don't, don't have it either so you know it's full s1 though that's that's what I care about. So as of right now, I mean, they're going to cut the historical moment off anyway. But I figured I'd just get it, get ahead of the ball. I never thought I'd see Kelly Olenek's that cheap since TJ from On the Moment bought 25 of them before the news dropped. <laughs> yep. Uh, I don't think TJ did, though, actually. TJ was – Not TJ. Was, not TJ. I take was, that back. Yeah. Long finger point. Yeah, TJ, sorry. It was, My it other was guy. actually – it was Justin, but we—that's under the—that's water under the bridge. Um, but Chef they Prez need to wants bring to their speak. show back. I forget their names. I mean, they're there. These guys have all—they're—they're they're on to bigger, greater. I know, they're, things, they're on the you know, giant like, things now. They're like, yeah, like we're like not talking about no look fifteen Ks no more. Yeah, they don't want to talk about that anymore. But anyway, let's they let's don't. give Chef Prez his clip. She 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 she. And we also have Efro, who is following up on the comment you made when you said that he was ethering. He said it was zero percent in so, ether pack trip. That's what I'm it saying. Was, the, the truth hurt the most because yeah. that was like, whoa, we're an analytics company. We're a data company first, more than anything. Even before Top Shot, they're a data company, and like they aren't even checking themselves on that type of stuff. And I think it, it turned some wheels that no one was, you know, thinking in that perspective. Yeah. Um... Yeah, Tandy NFTs makes a point here as well. It's like they hired Pack Grip Ewing. They could have bought his whole team. Get people you know? on staff. It was he was building something cool. And they are launching a podcast, which I think is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good for like it's good because they should have access to NBA players, coaches, etc. It's like a really nice sort of 
top shot um, general public type of marketing effort. I think it's really smart. I think that they can try to work their ways onto other big NBA podcasts. Like that's exactly what they should be doing in terms of like all the stands and the people who watch stuff like this. I don't think there's going to be that much value to those podcasts. It's probably just going to be a simp fest, but, um, but for top just shot, talk basketball, don't yeah. even talk moments really maybe allude to them here or there. Yeah. But yeah. really, just dive into the basketball. I hope it's Brandon Soul and somebody else, and they just figure it out. Maybe J.E. Skeets or something, because there isn't no yeah, you're right. something they were going to break up at one point. It was their last episode at some point, but they kept it going. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, they're on know. like a month-to-month, I think, with the show or something weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know that. Um, yeah, like Steve Baller's blockchain. Although I did, like, I DM'd him. He said he is going to be making more content. But you're right. It's been months. He hasn't really made any content. Yeah, it does, it's a little bit of a head scratcher there. Daily. He was he was the pillar of our community. Steve, man. Right. Both uh, Steves. You know, you guys serve different roles, but. Yeah. Veerman is like the, the sharp, sharp-eyed hawk stand that the community needs always he's yeah. always in there in his nest with the looking All out his blockchain was like a news anchor and gave us our, yeah, yeah. our news and it was great because it was really broken down and and simplified and and done really well he's a graphics like wizard right he really was TST, figuring that TST, out. tst took that torch it's just not quite as beautiful as Waller's blockchain but uh if you need your wrap-ups tst is the way to go um yeah. but anyway weisberg is saying he's come Hopefully, to the conclusion oh. Leo, yeah, he's come to the conclusion that all-star game rares are kind of worthless. I guess that's because they're not attributed to a team. Well, with no, I don't know, this this CS. So where do you think they could go with CS? A long time ago, my badge theory was this CS rebuild that they eventually did. Um, so I wanted, like, rookie of the year badge, sixth man of the year, defensive player, MVP. And then that would actually, like, since the plays don't matter, I always knew that that was kind of going to happen. Nobody's going to watch every single play and remember what this thumbnail did exactly and how it makes them feel. I think right. it, the, the badges are what kind of when you're scrolling through, and that's what this really is. Uh, a lot of people just do that. They don't really care about the hoops to it all. And they see badges right. and stuff, and I figured you could uh, tie points to badges. And also just I think it tells the story of the NBA a little better. When I'm scrolling through base set three, I only see one six man of the year badge. It makes sense. He's the six man, you know? Yeah. Um, I always thought that was the best way to take it. They went full CS and did all these crazy point systems and people exploited them. Now I'm exploiting them. And now, but like, but like now Steve we're said, wrong. We're the bad gonna, guys. They're going to change it. It's going to be very much spend based. I don't know what else we should have. I'm just, I'm anticipate. fed up with, with them like changing the rules a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be real because, you know, they say. Roham said from the beginning that he wanted to bring in billions on the platform with this. And then at the same time, they, they claim S1, they didn't build for scale. And S2, they weren't ready for it all. They had no clue anybody was going to like this product at all. No clue. They also had no clue anybody would like team sets as much as they did. That like, was an awful you, one. Like, <laughs> I don't know why the, 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 the excuses like and deflections a little bit are kind of weird. Like how you can't play dumb to this type of stuff. You signed with the biggest sports uh, company in the world. Like, I don't know that, that type of stuff makes me mad. Um, I just want like a little bit more like consistency and I hope the rules don't switch on us again. Yeah. But I, think and they are, but I'm like, I mean, talking after this, like, who will get hurt from this situation? Are me and Veerman going to get screwed? Because we were 
you know, stacking Raptors and Bucks, vice versa. And we were just trying to climb this leaderboard thing and, and all of this. And they're telling us now the leaderboards are important. I got a, a Ethereum NFT from the association because I'm a top 50 Bucks collector, but they're getting rid of the collector score in the old way. And they're reworking the 12 CS and everything. So under the new way, am I still a top 50 Bucks collector? Like, I just want to know I didn't climb the mountain just to get kicked down it. And then no. I got to reclimb a new hill. But I think those are two different things, actually. I think there's going to be an indicator of who is like the biggest fans of their teams based on how many moments uh, they hold of that team. Like that to me seems pretty easy to. How many moments, though? What if Veerman has 10 legendaries and I have 50 best base two commons? Mm-hmm. Am I the better collector still? Mm-hmm. Like there, there does have to be something behind. No, they, they do have. To, they have to have to have some kind of multiplier if you hold. A well, that's why I started stacking um, the Raptors bases, is because uh, uh, King Dragon, who's my uh, the other guy on the Raptors leaderboard, hmm. he's he's a good dude, but he he took my number one spot because he was just stacking these cheap one, sorry, cheap series two bases, yeah. uh, and I had like legendaries and everything else, but it, it didn't like it, it, they were kind of worthless because they the the. Series two commons, uh, this collector score was just so broken. So I did the same thing. I basically just started stacking those. Um, I, I, I didn't really want to stack 500 Siakam bases, but I did. You know, I think I've, I'm probably over over a thousand now for for Siakam series. Once you two started, bases. you couldn't stop, right? Because I was against this whole like, you know, 10, 20 stacking at first. When the C, when I found out the cheat code for CS, you know, 36, you, you know, you spend 100 bucks and you gain 720 CS. Um, but yeah, well, let's think about the legend the, the, where this went wrong. The legendaries just weren't worth that much in, in, in comparison. Like, legendaries are worth basically a thousand collector score, but a thousand uh, if you have full team set. Yeah, so let's just say, okay, let's just say three thousand, right? If you have a full team set for, um, uh, you know, for the, the same amount for a base would be like, uh, you know, like 36, mm-hmm. right? So you know, you do the math here, right? I'll do the, the really quick math. 720, like, you spent 100 bucks. Um, 3,000 divided by 36. You know, it's 83. So 83 commons is equivalent to a, a legendary, but 83 commons you can buy for like four bucks. So you can spend $300 and you can get the equivalent of a legendary. So right. like that shouldn't have ever happened. Like legendaries should always be like, no, no, legendaries are cheaper and they come with more CS and whatever, but they didn't do it that bad. They they, yeah, they bungled CS from day one, and I, I, I have not been happy about that. People thought I was the madman for the badges. I was the crazy badge guy for a while, but I'm like, this is the story. Like, I'm, I think that's the way to go, and I hope they, they drop some more badges and then include it with the CS, and it actually gives merit to the defensive player of the year or MVP Jokic. Like Jokic's numbers, I hear. This is the biggest complaint that I hear is everyone's like. Man, I, I tried to buy these Jordan Clarksons on speculation. I thought he was going to win sixth man of the year. And when he won, nothing happened. Blah, blah, blah. Well, if you want it to feel like the stock market of the NBA, you are investing these guys at the end of the year, and you're hoping that they get the badge at the end of the season. I, f- I feel like, like it's a good incentive across the marketplace, across everything. Now that this other plan panned out and we learned that it failed, I mean, give it a shot. I think all these ideas are fine, but I think all these ideas – can't breathe if if the supply is still all warped True. and like so we saw like scotty barnes had a little pump at least so like there is an element of that uh but again like if the supply is out of whack like nothing works if the supply is out of whack and, and then there's others people that will also tell you that if like the comms are out of whack then nothing works but i still think that the supply is is the biggest uh issue um obviously and 
And so that's reason to be optimistic, I suppose, is just that they seem to understand that and are doing something about it. Um, and and in the short term, they're going to lose revenue because they could just be printing millions of dollars every week or two, and now they won't be. Um, and it's like I said with Alexo, uh, is that th that's really the way they should be looking at all this is that just just consider that your biggest supporters all think that that's all you want to do is all you want to do is just pull dapper out of the ecosystem and print money and just if that and just think that's what everyone thinks you want to do and then work it through is this decision we're about to make support that or go directly in the face of it and go directly in the face of that for as long as you can manage to to win back the trust of this community and I just said community, and we haven't played the clip yet. So you know what we got to do. We love the community. That's only one. I think there was a, there's a Vegas line of two and a half, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> You've been holding that line. I, I noticed. You could have shot it. You could have shot it before. Yeah, for sure. You're um, betting so... the under. Huh. You're an you're you're under better. And, and no oh, yeah. I put I put some money on that. Um, so Efro is asking you, Steve, are you going to be mad when all those Siakams that you stacked are worth less than the equivalent legendary? Mm, no, I'm expecting Like, here's the thing. As I mentioned before, I've, I'm playing like a million different strategies on Top Shot. So no matter what Dapper does, I'm going to be burned on one of them. Like, I know <laughs> it, right? So if they, if they give more, uh, but that's by design. Like, that's why I'm doing so many different strategies. I don't know which one I'm, which one's going to work, or which one. So I, um, I'm expecting it, and if it happens, like you know, it, that's fine. Because to me, the worst case scenario was always, oh, I can use them as trade tickets, or I can give them away um, to other Raptors fans, right? Like as an onboarding part, like here you have a Siakam, have a Lowry, whatever. Because um, I'd rather just, I'd rather do that at, at that point. Right. Um, so yeah, Corey's over there upset that Jokic didn't get any love. Tank. This is this is my whole point. This is what I predicted before the season ended. I was like, this is what's going to happen if there's no badge reward, and this is why it's not the stock market of. Yeah, but wait a minute. Anything. At the same time, the Giannis, the the badge is just we just talked about this is five dollars for his forty k, right? Well, that's because um, it's not valued. It, it's not given a point. You know, but that's so but that's the whole point about these other badges, back trip. They also won't well, be valued. Yeah, like I mean, because the, the Jokic is four bucks. I mean, would the badge really make it a five dollar moment? I don't know. I, I'm not convinced because the, the honest is five bucks. It might it might give it a dollar bump. Well, there's no MVP badge on the on like a Giannis S1. I think that would like dictate some S1. So I don't know. Championship, maybe people care about individual awards more. Yeah, I will. I don't know. I, it, listen, if if so, we think something's got to give though. Well, listen, I, I always think of it like this. If you, It's like a relationship. Where was the magic in the relationship, right? It's like uh, the magic, for better or for worse, was when you couldn't get your hands on a moment fast enough before the floor went through the roof. Now, I'm not saying we need that again. Um, but there's an element of that that we need. And without that, people don't care to speculate as much. And people don't get excited about labels or get excited about – trying to predict if a player is going to be better and, and the rest of everybody else doesn't realize it yet. Like there's just none of that unless as soon as the market starts getting healthy again, it starts going up. That's going to be the best marketing that top shot can do. It's going to be better than sending anyone to a basketball game. It's going to be better than giving 
you know, 30 grand to the Nine Lives Lounge, and, and we can talk about that too. All, all of those things. Why is Nine Lives Lounge crashed since they came out with this money thing? Because it's, uh, it's well, like, that's no, a good it's, question. It went from like 3,500, 33,000 around there to now it's like at 24 ish, at least last time I checked. Well, yeah. How? Well, um, I don't know. Maybe they. Maybe they got to get a different president up in there and do some different stuff. I, I don't know. I feel like they're doing a lot of giveaways, but it's like they're hard to sign up for. They're very, it's like I, very I, tricky. I just think that, I don't know. Obviously, there's like so many variables and so many ways we could go with this. But a lot of people thought for a long time that the biggest issue was that um, we need more users. And, and that I'm sure that is an issue. But at the same time, if you get a whole bunch of new users and then top Jet says, all right, it's safe to turn on the faucet again. And then all of a sudden the floor just stays level or doesn't even move. Then nothing's going to fix the issues. The, the inherent issues is that th these are collectibles and they, there has to be some collectability to the collectibles. Right. And, if, and if I buy this blue cup and I love it, and I think it's the best. And then there's another blue cup or there's a pink cup that comes out next week and it's like, well, this pink cup's got a grip. I think you want this pink cup. And all of a sudden nobody wants this blue cup anymore. Like, and, and I don't care what kind of no look blue cup this is. People are going to want this pink cup instead. And like, uh, anyway, I don't know if that made any sense, but, <laughs> but you get what I'm trying to say. But anyway, um, yeah, we're definitely going to talk about nine lives lounge in a second, but I see mint juices in the back. Mint juice is here because he's got to tell us about this event that they've got going on. So I'm going to bring up mint juice real quick. Give us a little palate cleanse and let's hear about uh, this event. So first, I, I think that deserves a couple of videos. First, we'll do a palate cleanse. And then we need a community. We're at two, Pack Trip. We love the community. All right, Mr. Juice. Yeah, that's me. I'm the dude shaking my hair like that. <laughs> What's up, fellas? What's going on? How how it looks very sunny over there. Yeah, sunny days. They just keep coming here in uh, Central California. We're best time of the year. It's just absolutely beautiful, 60s and 70s. I don't want to rub it in anyone's face. I know it's cold in other places, but yeah, happy to hear. It's interesting, like being behind the scenes on this uh, software. It's like getting to like listen listen in and hear what you guys are talking about and know what I'm walking into when I'm going to talk a little <laughs> bit about uh, community and events. Like, yeah. Yeah, Very I know. Cool. That's what we need to do a little palate cleanse. It's, it's not quite the same uh, topics, but that's okay. Um, tell us, I told, I told uh, Packrip Mahomets, he wanted to get the word out about the event that you guys are doing. So why don't you tell us about that event? Tell us if it's true that there's a dress code that you have to have a straw hat and no, no shoes on. And you kind of got to like shuffle your way into the the venue. Is that true? Oh, all right. We're talking about St. Louis, a city without a basketball team since like the 1960s or something when they left to go to Atlanta. So, yeah, I guess everyone there is just like a farmer Bob, you know, hanging out, doing nothing but watching baseball and wishing they had a football team still. But, um, yeah, there's a there's a nice contingent of St. Louis Top Shot fans that have kind of gathered around and we've been able to myself and Packrip Mahomes have been able to sort of leverage that group and create some cool events. And it's not all um, just how 
the community is right now. It's not all top shot users. There's a lot of NFT collectors, crypto uh, investors, that sort of that type of group that's all on Twitter. And even some like cardboard, uh, like sports cards collectors, right? Like those guys are in there too. So it's like a sports community, uh, NFT collectibles type of community. But um, yeah, we're going to do an event. Pack Rip couldn't make it today. He had some uh, other uh, responsibilities. So he's like, hey, Juice, can you hop in, talk about the event? And here I am. I think the event's going to be pretty cool. It's next Saturday from three to six. Uh, I live in California, but I'm going to be there actually. It's my brother's birthday. So I was like, all right, I'll be there. And I guess I'm going to do this event too. Um, When we found out it was going to start happening and I was going to be there, I immediately reached out to Jacob and was like, Hey man, can you toss us some packs or something? Like it'd be cool to give these away and try and get some people signed up that are our friends that need a little bit of a push Mm -hmm. and uh he's like let me get back to you and this is you know in the midst of top shot making uh, numerous mistakes and i don't know if jacob was sick or not but there was it sounded like he was having quite the week when he was trying to figure this stuff out for us and he got back to me like on a friday night at like midnight his time what are you doing man like go sleep <laughs> like i got you more than packs send me a budget on everything that you guys want I'm like what okay right. so yeah we you know we kind of went through that process i reached out to chewy over at uh the kink top shot kingdom because i know they'd done an event before just to kind of see you know how that process would go and some of the kinks that maybe they had and see if i could fix some of that stuff and make it easier on jacob and the team to kind of deliver for us Reached out to a number of other NFT projects. Um, Pirates are included. Uh, yeah, so they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna kind of help us out. I guess Packrip was on that. Um, there's a lot of other really cool alpha that Top Shot is and Jacob are delivering for us. And I, he he told me I had to swear to silence, so I really can't drop it, but. We do have a photographer there, uh, and yes, I know. But the look on—you don't understand—the look on people's faces when they see what happens is going to be worth keeping the secret. I promise. I'm so excited. Um, like is this, I, like Detlef Shrimp makes an appearance level tier, or is this like? Or, I'd say oh, higher. Talking? Higher, higher for talking? me. Yeah, much <laughs> higher. higher. Yeah, much much higher. Um, wow. Okay. I'm curious yeah. now. You should be. And so next Saturday, I will be, you know, drinking free beer, eating Emo's pizza, if any of you guys know what that is, hanging out with my friends, hanging out with new Top Shot NFT friends, you know, having a good time, watching playoff basketball. And uh, this is May 7th. Making content that you guys can watch. No, it's uh, April 30th. No, oh, yeah. Next April Saturday. April 30th. Yeah. And, and um, where is it exactly? In St. Louis? It's at a little place called Global Brew in Rock Hill, Missouri, uh, right off Manchester Road. Anybody familiar? Uh, yeah, the whole crew will be there running through. I got buddies that are going to be in between like a wedding and a reception coming through with tuxes on. So watch out for them. Should be wild, man. We're pumped. All right, so I believe this would be the proper banner. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's cool. I can't wait for this Striped Sock Fest. Uh it's going to be very cool, and I'm, it sounds like you guys are going to get some coverage of it. 
And uh, it's, you know, it's too bad I don't live in Missouri. I'd love to be there, but yeah. um, hey, look forward to it. I want to, uh, I know you guys maybe aren't the biggest hockey fans because you're NBA fans, but right. give me. Steve blue. might be East Canadian. I believe yeah, they come get, out the womb. Yeah. No. Give, me, give me blues or give me the blue, give me blues Boston or blues Maple Leafs in the cup finals. That would be super epic. I would love that because that'll probably be the only time I tune into hockey. So yes, get the ball, get the Boston Bruins in the Stanley Cup. So I watch. Hockey. I always watch Bruins hockey. <laughs> yes, I love it. Yeah, yep. you guys watch that 2019 series? That was pretty rad. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think I, I think I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, man. Well, now you got us all curious about what the hell you're talking about. So, um, if it's like super spicy buffalo wings, we're all gonna be really upset. But um, hopefully, it's... <laughs> could it be better than the 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 perfect cereal with the at at this place? Where where was it? King Kingdom. Oh, Top Shot Kingdom. Yeah, didn't they pull a perfect cereal? Uh, yeah, but how would Minchu's know that now? That I, yeah, what he's knows. Is it better than cereal? the perfect cereal pull? <laughs> a perfect uh, Shack. I don't. I, honestly, I don't know. I. To me, it is. To me, it okay. is. Like. It, <laughs> It, it won't be for everyone, but for me and like my NBA fandom growing up the way I did playing basketball just in St. Louis and being a St. Louis guy, this is going to be incredibly memorable um, and very shocking for a lot of people. Uh, I think for people outside of St. Louis, they'll think it's cool and they'll wish that something like that could happen in their city, but I can't drop any other information. Factor. You guys will figure start, it out. Start Googling St. Louis basketball players. Well, it's Tatum, right? Wouldn't Tatum be like the only Tatum's guy I can play. think of? Tatum's I can't gonna... think of anybody else right now from St. Yeah, he's gonna, Louis. Yeah, he's going to skip out on the That's how it's mind-blowing. It's like, yeah. wow, Mint Juice really has pull. He, Maybe... he, took the, he took Tatum from the Celtics. Well, it could be Bradley Beal. Oh man, no, I, I doubt it. I think uh, yeah, I, was, I wasn't going to ruin the only other guy just in case there actually was something. Come on, man, you got. I'm not dropping. I'm not. I'm not dropping anything else. Yeah, I'll, don't I'll drop. Say, no, don't say nothing serious. We were only talking. <laughs> All right, that's why you got to say Tatum. Yeah, All right, sure. It's lucky the leprechaun. Um, yeah. Well, we have Emo's Pizza. That's apparently his favorite. Maybe he'll stop by. Who knows? All okay. right. Um, Love some pizza. Uh, the, the other question I want to ask about that event is like you said, you're going to have a lot of people there from outside the community. So what is this community that you built? Uh, who are these people? Where do they come from? Why are they coming to a Top Shot event? I think a lot of, well, first, a lot of them are like Top Shot, like Top Shot people that have more of a focus now on NFTs and cryptocurrency. So like All they right. have an account or something, but the one of the main things that we're trying to do with this event is um, recruit people and work on recruiting. Um, I know that like a recruitment system is in Top Shot's plans coming up. So, you know, we'll see uh, what the next week brings in, in that regard. But that's something that we're going to be sort of working on while we're at that event is signing people up. It's like, Hey, come in, grab a drink, hang out with us. We'll explain, we'll set you up. Like we'll teach you how to open, you know, this. And we have so many things to give away. It's like the first 20 people I think that show up to the event will be entered in to win some S3 packs or something like that. We're going to be giving away 
some of the elite packs as well they've given us to give away at the event which it's kind of cool to rip those with people there um but as far as the community it's just like trying to show folks that this is fun exciting um and you know it's not just relatable to the nba it's like this is a platform and that you're going to see more this is a type of platform you're going to see more of whether it's through nfl nba epl la liga potentially nhl um there's folks stop minges you're you're oversaturating me right now yeah i mean there's folks (laughs) cut it out (laughs) there's well i mean there's folks that want to there's folks that want to get into candy that don't even know about it in St. Louis yeah, too. Yeah. So big baseball town. Yeah, that's true. But it's almost. Like, I wonder if it's almost better when people actually diversify into completely off the Dapper Wallet. Actually, I and mean, that's what you know, like the 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 long view about all these different projects on Dapper. I feel like it's a super long view because in the short term, it's just people leaving one to go play the lottery somewhere else. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, there's a whole lot of community talk, so I think we're going to have to hit the over. <laughs> we love the community. You should yeah. just play that video the whole time I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. If I knew how, and it always blocked everyone else while it plays, but, um, well, that's awesome, man. We, we look forward to hearing about it and watching it and seeing it. And maybe you guys can even do some live stuff. That would be cool. Yeah. Super um, cool. Well, thanks guys for having me out. Uh, love hearing you guys talk about this stuff. So I'll check it out. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Minchus. Cool. Take it easy thanks, and everyone Minchus. go look them up. You know where to find them on Twitter and uh, we'll talk soon. Cool. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye. See ya. So um, there was your little break to hear about this event. It is interesting to see that obviously we see that the IRL uh, efforts, the focuses are coming, are, are becoming sharper and they're definitely leaning into this idea that that's where they want to continue putting marketing dollars. And um, so pack trips, start, start building that slide deck early, get that in there. Cause we got to, we got to know what that is. What a slide deck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll help you with that slide deck. We got to We got to get your event with all the proper uh, support that it truly deserves, because obviously they believe that this is something that they want to lean into. And I think that's a good segue, actually, to the Nine Lives Lounge. Some people want to talk about Nine Lives Lounge, or maybe they just kind of want to see this clip. But uh, we let's just take a quick look into the Nine Lives Lounge and let's just discuss what's going on there. All right. So we know that Pack Drip is a loyal Nine Lives Lounge cat. Steve, are you still a Nine Lives Lounge cat? Yep. Yep. Definitely. All right. Um, so Pack Drip, you said before the break there, you said that you're finding it confusing that they announced that money was going into the coffers of the Nine Lives Lounge and that the floor was dropping. Why do you think that's going on? Or do you have anything else you want to talk about in regards to that? Yeah, just I just find it larger. very confusing. You know, um, Dapper says, hey, we're going to give uh, a Nine Lives Lounge 30 grand a month, and these guys are going to spend it on whatever, and you guys are all going to be happy. And then the floor, like, drops more. You know? They, I, is it, was there any hinting as of as to what um, 
what would be purchased with that 30,000? No. Um, so I think it's, it's very vague. I don't think a lot of people believe that they'll ever see uh, or reap rewards from it. I think there's just, you know, things that they could do. Um, I, I don't know. I, I have a few ideas, but I, if I ever run for president, I don't want to give them. Got it. Steve, what, Honestly. What, do you, what do you think about it? About the floor dropping or about the, like I, guess, the... I guess both. Like, first of all, why do you, th why, what sense does it make that the floor would drop after an announcement? Like my take on that as someone who's not in the nine lives lounge is that people who are holding on to the nine lives lounge perhaps are waiting for a particular type of utility when the utility gets, when this utility at least gets announced, they might think, well, that's not for me and that doesn't excite me. So I'm out. Yeah, that's, that's possible. I think there's, um, with any announcement, there's, there's always lag involved too. Um, mm -hmm. I think some people see the announcement as like, oh, a time for liquidity. So they're like, oh, this is a good time to sell. So maybe, you know, they see this as a, but it's not, I mean, I don't, it doesn't make any sense to like, you know, keep undercutting it or whatever. But uh, I think regardless, like, yeah, there's just lag. So even if, even if everything goes right, like think about this, I've, you know, I don't the know last, what they're doing. the last year, Top Shot's kind of been in like a not so great space and it's just like yep. a, a lot of poor decisions and whatever. Um, and it's going to take a long time, I think to rebound just like positive sentiment. It could take another year. Mm -hmm. It could take a year of like great execution to be where we were this time last year. Um, and I, I think people maybe expect too much or people expect maybe to, that things will um, change on a dime when I, I don't think that's realistic at all. I think things are, again, this money is allocated mostly to, to do cool things. And like these are what all the money's allocated for, like for the team channels. It's just to make um, collecting top shots seem cool because you can basically network with other people and, um, you know, have a great time. And I think it just takes time to kind of roll out. And so it, like in the interim, people just get uh, antsy and they just say, you know, screw it. I haven't seen this thing go to the moon yet, so I'm going to sell it. Um, but like these things will take a while to, to see like the, like the, even today, if they executed like a flawless nine lives lounge event, it could take months for that to actually um, be seen in the market accurately. I don't know. And, but I also like as much as I love the IRL events, and I really do, I think they're incredible. I mean, I have massive FOMO at any time. I wish I could have been at the event that Packtrip put on. I wish I could have gone to some Raptors games with you guys. I definitely feel that FOMO. Um, but I think that I don't know how big the ripple effect is just because it's a small amount of people that get to enjoy those events. Um, so I've been thinking about this. I've been trying to put my thoughts around this. But... For the longest time, I never really understood what Dapper was saying when they said this is the future of fandom. And I feel like I, I haven't understood it probably for like a year. And then all of a sudden, something kind of clicked in my head, which is that this still has a pretty big barrier to entry. Like Top Shot, we thought it wouldn't have as big of a barrier to entry because I think that Top Shot basically like skimmed all of the sort of speculative NBA fans, the crypto-fluent NBA fans, like – you know, NBA fans who know what Bitcoin is, like all those people are on Top Shot. And now like everyone else isn't. And they're not going to jump on the same way they're not going to go buy Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so it's like, I wonder if there's a situation where you're a Raptors fan and there's some kind of inner circle that feels really easy, as easy as 
sign up for this team card and you're going to be in our inner circle and you'll get like a, a Vince Carter printout and you'll get emails every month updating you on the Raptors, like something very light and simple. And it feels like maybe Top Shot somehow becomes that for every team. And it's just this very easy to understand, nothing too complicated way of like being in the fandom circle of your team. And in that way, Top Shot would have to have really obviously strong, very strong connections with every NBA team. And I'm sure there's a lot, a ton of things to have to overcome to even make this idea a reality. But anyway, I just wanted to throw that out into the air, throw that out into the ecosystem. That's that's something I've been thinking about. I don't know if you guys have any reaction to that, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't even know what I'm trying to ask you. I just wanted to put that out there. No, I, 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 well, think about it. Like when I first joined Topshaw, like Rohan basically explained that the problem where teams don't understand, teams don't know how big of a fan you are when you walk through the door. They don't know what, what you own. They don't know if you own a Jersey. They don't know if you own uh, a trading card. They don't know anything about anything. So um, Topshot, you know, initially was pitched to me as a way to almost gauge, um, you know, how much of, of, a, of a commitment you have to, um, to, to a team because they can, they can basically track, uh, you know, how often you're on the platform or how often you collect moments from a certain team or whatever. So I think to your point about signing up for like a mailing list or getting a newsletter every month, I think that's probably where they're kind of going is uh, onboarding regular fans who want to find out more about or maybe connect more with a certain player on their team or whatever. Um, I think Top Shot is the conduit to make that happen. Um, yeah, because I think that even for us, like these unique uh, experiences that Top Shot's offering, you can't, those are difficult, if not impossible to buy. And I think, I think many fans would be like very interested in that, but I, I don't think they see that. I think they see like, um, you know, the first thing they see is NFT and whatever, and they probably get scared off because I think most people just have a, a bad association with NFTs in general. Uh, right, rightfully so. I, I mean, it doesn't, you know, you can just go to like uh, our NBA and every time NFTs are mentioned or any, basically anywhere on the internet, NFTs are mentioned. Um, there's a lot of hate. We, we live in a bubble, like on Twitter, we're, we're all in bubbles because 100% people, people hate us. People hate, if not just hating on top shot, people hate NFT land. People hate this shit. Um, <laughs> so there's an uphill battle here. Mm-hmm. Why metaverse is so easy to understand? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, buying for, for a virtual land that you can't touch. Uh, yeah, okay. Let me. Let me. I saw a comment yesterday or two days ago. It was like, oh, these moonbirds. Is, is someone feels like they're going up because people are adding more liquidity, like to this thing? I'm like, I was gonna write a comment like, oh yeah, I just sold my house so I could buy a moonbird. You know, like no one's adding liquidity. No one's going out and buying Ethereum to like buy. This is shit that people already had. You know, no one's yeah. going. No new user is seeing a moonbird and being like, "Oh yeah, let me let me sell everything I own in my life and like get a you know a pixelated picture of a a bird." No one's thinking that. Like people are, that are doing that are that have been they've been in the crypto space for a while, um, and they just outsiders look at us uh, or or these people who you know who have a lot of money in crypto land and they they think we're all insane. You know, like <laughs> I, it's still a difficult conversation for me to have. Like I'm I like to think that I have a pretty good grasp of Top Shot and I can explain it pretty concisely to people, but man, I have a tough time sometimes being like, oh yeah, it's a licensed NBA collectible, you know, like, man, it gets lost on people. And I still think there's going to, it's going to take a while for people to really kind of catch on. I totally agree with you there. It's, and it's crazy too, because you have like crypto Super Bowl ads and crypto arena in Los Angeles and, 
And like, it's still, it still feels so far off, which is just wild to me. And I, and I, and that's why I think that the comparison to like the internet and the cell phone, I don't think those are actually really fair comparisons because NFTs are so nuanced. There's so much there. It's not like such a sure thing. And oh, of course, everyone's going to be in the metaverse. Like, well, maybe they're not. Maybe the metaverse is just like, it's kind of like a, a supercharged Twitter and people who don't like Twitter are not going to like the metaverse or mm-hmm. I don't know. That's, well, the meta- you know, metaverse I, is a yeah. fake word anyway, because you could go on GTA right now and go play with your friends and you all have a different looking character and you guys can run around and talk to each other on mics and everything else. Metaverse but, our, is but, our, but our characters don't cost a hundred thousand dollars each. Well, we can't <laughs> sell our characters to each other. So it, yeah. it's not a metaverse if we can't sell it to each other. Yeah, um, NFTs are, are this generation's timeshare. Remember our parents and they passed that down that that knowledge that you know timeshares are a scam and everything else. NFTs at, at some point feel like that. We have to find new users. We're getting rewarded for onboarding people. It's like we're selling the timeshare sure. now. We're timeshare sales. Yeah, I mean that that hundred thousand dollar JPEG. Sure, it looks expensive, but what if I told you you could share that? With 50 friends, you own a fraction of it. Every weekend, it. you get one weekend a year where you get to own that JPEG. How great is that? You know? This is the timeshare business, right? Well, like, you step back right. from our bubble, it gets, uh, it gets, this perspective is scary. <laughs> it's really scary. Yeah. Take, take profits every once in a while, well, kids. You know, here's the thing, too. You, you kind of alluded to it a minute ago, Tandy, but like NFTs to me, like there's a lot of confusion there. The, the 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 lines here get blurred. NFTs to me, it's just basically saying like it's a type of technology. You might as well just say like JPEG or MP3 or you know website. Like it's just because it's a thing, it doesn't mean it's worth anything. Like um, you can have a you can have a, an MP3 of anything. It doesn't. It, it could be noise. Um, it doesn't mean just because it's an MP3, it's worth anything. And, and similarly, because it's a an NFT, doesn't mean it's fucking worth anything. Like yep. the value is in is in the creator basically and and um like why do i want to why do i want to why do i want to own a piece of this particular thing like what does it give me access to or whatever and um yeah there's i think just betting here on these nfts in general i'm just surprised that we haven't had like a major crash at this point um but it's just hard for me to imagine a scenario where this just keeps going up across the board because i just keep reading you know again i bring up moonbirds but like just the insane prices for these things. And um, like, is everything just going up in that space? You know, like how much money is there allocated to pixelated art? Um, and at some point, like just, I don't know. It still boggles my mind now. This is still, I'm, I feel like I'm insane, but uh, me, you know, I'm still collecting, you know, basketball highlights uh, that are NFTs. But to me, that still feels like, okay, I'm still within like, uh, there's a direct, the direct, um, comparison which is like trading cards this is just the digital version of it which is, is way better but like you know there's no there's no physical equivalent basically of like a pixelated um monkey picture or whatever you know like that's not the equivalent isn't a picasso that's not a kid herself that's not the equivalent like right. that kind of stuff has never been i don't know it, i understand the outsider perspective of calling it all a scam I, I hear this all the time and i i basically agree with it because it's really hard to it's really hard to um debate it basically well how much how much are like expensive country clubs cost like what does it cost to go you know eat breakfast with donald trump at the mar-a-lago like what does that cost per per year do you guys know 
I don't know. Because it's probably at least a couple hundred thousand dollars, right? Because that that would be that would be what I equate it to. It's kind like, of, but like you want to be in the in crowd. You want to be in the in. Yeah, club. but you get to go to it. Like it's you. There's an actual place you can go to, and um, like okay, let's be honest with with those scenarios too. Um, people pay you to go to a country club. I mean, yeah, they want to rub elbows with other people who have got money, and they want to talk about like the finer things and whatever. A lot of these people in NFT land. I'll just be honest. I don't want to be anywhere near them. I don't want to. Fucking, I wouldn't want to fuck those fucking people in my real. I I wouldn't. I, that's the honest truth. That's not everyone. I'm just saying. A lot of people. I would never want in my regular day to day. There's just no way I'd be associated with them. With that, um, those videos when they. I mean, obviously, there's probably a lot of cope in this statement, but like those videos when they show all the board ape holders in their smelly hoodies that oh, they haven't washed man. in them weeks, all all standing in line in New York City. Oh, and, and they're all they all got bananas and they're all like doing monkey things and I'm just like fuck. I'm not man. I'm not doing that. If that if that's what if that's what gets you going, you know, more power to you. But that that's not for me. Um, exactly. That's not the country club club equivalent that you just highlighted too. They're not too, they're not the same thing. Right. Um, and I think they, a lot of people have like convinced themselves that it is, and it's not. Uh, so I don't know. I don't want to be anywhere near. I, I think my, my people are like the basketball nerds, right? Yeah. Like anyone who's on Top Shot and, and collecting on Top Shot, I already know that I wouldn't mind hanging out with them because yeah. there's so much we can talk about. Um, and we can definitely spend at least two hours together drinking a beer and watching the game. And like, I'd have probably a lot of fun. But there's other people who've only met because of the price of, of the floor price of some other <laughs> random thing. Like, I really fail to see how there's like a meaningful amount of com community behind it. And like, I think those communities are all replaceable. Every single yeah. one of them. Yeah, they could disappear tomorrow, and no one would no one would care. <laughs> yeah, that's what I loved about like the, the NFT All Star Game, for example, is like someone like Fleo and you on the same platform is like you're you're someone who. Sp probably spends over a hundred a day on average, maybe on top shot or something. And then you have like a sophomore in college who's like doing his thing, but it's, you're both collecting the same thing and it's not based on the floor price. He could have, you know, whatever his collection is and you could have whatever your collection is, but you meet in the middle because it's basketball. It's not about the floor price. And you guys are all millionaires now. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not none of that. It's, it's, it's real stuff. You know, it's, it's there for a purpose is playing basketball or talking hoops and chilling and, and just connecting. I don't know. I, I don't see it as much, but man, it's, it's hard because, because they figured it out and it's worth that much money. And there's people who honestly hold every single day of their lives. And they're like, I would rather hold my board ape than $400,000 right now. Yeah. Well, this isn't just single up board apes, like whatever, but like a lot of the ape situations are, are different because these, a lot of people bought them when they were like, let's say $500. Mm -hmm. Right. So for them, it's not this, it's, it, it's a different, it hits differently. If you were to honestly spend like a hundred thousand dollars or $200,000 on a single one, because to you, you might be more inclined. Like it just money means different at that point. Like it means something different. If you bought this thing or got it basically for free, because $500 is basically free. Like why not just like, you know, uh, let it ride. You know, like yeah. what's the, especially if you got more than one, if you got like two or three or whatever, and you sold one along the way, of course, there's going to be a lot of people who are like, oh, I still got mine. It's like, oh, you sold two or one or whatever. Like, like, yeah, good for you. Um, mm -hmm. But like, yeah, I'm not like, again, it's not just a single out the, the apes because there's a lot of communities like that. I just I, I don't I mean, understand. Top how... Shot. You're you're one of the OGs, basically, who bought Top Shot at Board Apes 500. 
you know? Yeah, you but like I spent, beginning... no, but here's the thing about Top Shot. I spent fucking $50,000. Well, I mean, like, I spent more along the way. I'm, I'm probably up to mm. about 100, 140, probably, like real money that I put mm. in. Um, I put fifty thousand dollars in when no one knew what the fucking NFT was. This was like yeah, that's like you buy in maybe ten board apes when it was five hundred. Well, think about it. Well, fifty thousand dollars. I you know yeah. I I could have bought a lot of board apes, right? Yeah. I could have bought a you know a hundred a hundred board apes uh, mm-hmm. that are five hundred bucks a piece. And like it's just interesting because then I you know I, I guess what I'm saying is that I had a lot of conviction around Top Shot, um, and I think people who bought board apes like they basically just lucked into like a lottery thing. Like no one had any. There was no like. Um, thesis like oh these things are going to be worth half a million bucks like I, I'm, I'm, I'm confident no one, no one had that but when I bought my Top Shot moments I'm like well at least, at least I'm pretty confident that this is going to be um, a successful product because it's an NBA license collectible and just, just the, the amount of um, like the, when you sell something on the market like it's a, it's a magical moment right, you, right. It's, a, it's an eye-opening experience if, especially if you've sold something on eBay um, you, you know that you can never go back to that. I would never go back to eBay to sell basketball cards. Like I'd rather just fucking set them on fire. I've, I still have. The, yeah, go ahead. Steve, were you were you collecting um, physical cards before Top Shot? Were yeah. you put Were you putting a fair amount of money into them? No. Well, no. Here's the thing: is I um, I haven't collected basketball cards in in like uh, uh, twenty years. I basically were, stopped. Were, were you putting decent money into them though, or no? Well, no. I collected them as a kid. Okay. Right. So like I, I, I spent all the money I had as a kid collecting them. Absolutely. Right. I, I spent I spent a lot of money, but um, I was doing it for fun. And um, and then like uh, right before actually when Kobe died, I went back on eBay. I'm like, oh, I, do I have Kobe cards? And I, I did. I have a ton of Kobe rookies. Um, and so I went on eBay. I'm like, oh, can I sell these and whatever? I never ended up selling them. Um, but that, I actually bought some more. I went I bought some more cards. I got really into it. And that's how, like, again, when Top Shot dropped to beta, I was already, I was already in that space because I was already collecting cardboard. Um, yeah, so I, I, I would never spend anywhere near. Like, I think, I think um, when Kobe died, I probably spent maybe five hundred dollars on cardboard. Right. Um, but like, my conviction for Top Shot working was just like through the roof. Um, I saw this thing, and I knew it was just gonna gonna work. And I, I'm sad that they fumbled it so hard over the last year because I know this is still like an incredible product. If they just get the supply thing down, I think everyone would be happy. A hundred percent. I agree with you. And, and sometimes, and then, and then I always wonder like how much of that was just because of VC and expectations and hitting revenue numbers and how much of that was just a reaction to the, the super high demand compared to the low supply. It's like, we'll never truly know. And I feel like now S4 or going into S4 will be their chance to kind of show us like, all right, well now we have all the data. Like we have the, we have the product working. We have all the data. We have everything we need. Now we're literally going to show you with our intention, what we want this to be. And like, you know, I, it's definitely something that a lot of people need patience for. That's why you're seeing people undercut the nine lives lounge. Um, it's a, it's a, it's hard. People always want to want to compare top shot to like the board apes. Um, but in reality, for every board apes, there's probably five thousand other NFTs that literally go to zero. I've bought many of those NFTs that have gone to zero, and uh, it, it's just a long-term thing. Like uh, NFTs in general are very pump and dumpy, um, unless you get super lucky and you mint a pixelated owl that goes to, 
you know, I was actually speaking of those moonbirds. I I didn't get on the raffle or whatever. I read about. I was reading about it. I got spooked because it was two two and a half ETH to buy one, and I'm like, I've never spent over I think point two to buy or to mint an NFT. And I was like, two and a half. Like, what if these guys rug us? Like, this is a lot of money to to put into a pixelated owl. It's like a Mechaverse and uh, P- Pixelmon, I think. They they oh, did a high price and they just so turned out being a rug. Right. Did you guys you guys still have your uh, association NFTs? No. I sold it. I sold yeah, mine. I sold mine too. I sold mine and then I bought a stoner cat. I bought my girlfriend a stoner cat with the money. It was like point two nice east. So now I, I sent it to her address. I made her a MetaMask, so she has one now. Look at you onboarding people this into Ethereum. Yeah, so then we watched uh, episode three. It dropped on four twenty, um, and it was cool. I I went into the like the live showing of Stoner Cats, the third episode, and I'm in a Zoom call with Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, and yeah, everyone was freaking out. My girlfriend had a couple friends over there hanging out, and then I'm like, guys, come in here and check this out. I'm like, look who I'm on Zoom with, and yeah, Ashton Kutcher is like eating matzah, and he's just like he wouldn't stop. He went back and got ate a second one. And um, that's as good. It is. It, it looks good. It's like chips, you know. You no, just... it's it. They are like um, it's like crackers. It's like you know those yeah. like little yeah. They're, it's, it's pretty like a, good. A big piece of matzah. Right. And then I got. They gave me a matzah lesson on. They it had to be like flat so they could fit it to travel. Uh huh. The uh-huh. old matzah story. They didn't they, have all the ingredients they needed to make normal yeah. bread. They couldn't like yeah, it couldn't. I don't know. See, there's your utility. This is why we buy NFTs to this learn is why how matzo is made. <laughs> yeah, like I believe in that product, you know. Um, and and I I think I would trust 0.2 ETH in their hands more than I point I trust 0.2 ETH in the association's hands at this point. Yeah. Um, well, they've so already wanted... shown you that they don't know how to write a smart contract. But Steve, <laughs> right. Steve, did you hold on to yours or did you get rid of them? No, I is gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you know what i did i'll be honest. so like i sold it and put it in top shot bought some legendaries right like or go. part of a legendary uh yeah i'm like what would i rather have end of the day like i've seen the artwork from the association hey i appreciate what they're trying to do uh but it's just not for me like i'd rather have my top shot moments they did top but, shot on eve but also it's the lamello team right it's the lamello nft team isn't it it is I think it is. I think oh so, too. Yeah. yeah. See, I didn't do any research on it. I signed up for the – I got in the Discord. I was pre-10,000. They gave away one of the NFTs. You know, somebody got 400. Like oh, my so you, white got, so you got two of them then, given away. I only you got, got one. I was supposed to get two. My initial one was never given to me. I was, and then, yeah, I don't know what happened, but I only got, I got one. I got, I got two. Yeah. Were yeah you, I got, were I got you the, white, the whitelist one. I got the yeah. whitelist, yeah. And then I, I got the uh, – the the dapper one as well. So Patrick, they owe you got, one. Yeah, I only got the dapper one. I didn't get the whitelist. I tried to contact people. I put it on the timeline. I was asking people at Dapper. I'm like, how can I get in contact? I can't DM the association. I don't know wait, who to talk to. They wait, so, you, up my... so you did have OG status on the Discord? Yeah, and I, I sent in my ETH address and everything. And then when mm-hmm. I went to go check it on the mint day, and it was it wasn't there. So I'm guessing. Whoever snuck in and got those extra ones, just like my name probably got crossed off or something or no, whatever. I don't think that's how it works. But I, I see think other people on the timeline saying, "Oh my god, also OG." I got, I got another, I got another one, guys. I submitted what? one for the uh, Nine Lives Lounge. 
Wait, there was a way to do it with nine laps. See, yeah, I don't know was, anything. This was, council sucks. I just checked. It was a long <laughs> shot. Oh, so it was it. Like a, I'm like, it was, it was like very clear. Like, you're probably not going to get this. Uh, and I just checked this account because it's like another. Yeah, fucking got it. So that's another one. Yeah, I'll, down I'll, I'll bad right keep now. this one. I'll keep this one because Steve like, and all I his wallets. Hey, How many? What, what's the floor at? Give the, me three. What? What's the floor at on the association NFT? Um, let me see. That also boggled my mind why that floor kept going up. They're like, yeah, we screwed up. We're going to add 18,000 more. It's like, like people are buying them every second. Like, what are you guys thinking here exactly? I couldn't figure that one out. Um, but here. that was like the best utility that Top Shot could have. Like, that was the best rake back utility, whatever, that Top Shot could have given back. It's and, point, yeah. point 0.16, basically. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I, when I got mine as far as part of being the OG status, I just sold that right away. That, that's one of the nice things, actually, about being five hours um, ahead of East Coast is that, like, for Top Shot also, is, like, if you want to sell something, there's all the undercutters are sleeping. So it's, you, have, you just have the buyers. You don't have the undercutters. So I listed mine at 2.49, and it sold in five minutes or less. Two ETH? No, no, no. Point two, oh, sorry. Point, point two. two four nine. Oh, I was like, whoa, um, who's going for that much? <laughs> yeah, but the, the, the drop's going to, the, the floor is going to, I mean, listen, if, if we've learned anything, first of all, you know about NFTs. If you know anything about NFTs also, like the unreveal always right, sells for way more than the reveal. Everyone thinks they're going to get a Giannis and only 2% of the people are going to get a Giannis. And in that way, I, th I feel like people should, if you like this project, which I'm not even 100% sure that you should, mm -hmm. but if you do, then you can think about sniping some like you know third tier or third best player on potential championship teams, like I don't know if maybe a player from the Bucks, maybe a player from the Celtics, maybe like a Giroux Holiday, a Marcus Smart. I, I don't I don't really know who, who's making it out of the West. By the way, is this, is this the the Warriors West to lose at this point? I think so because the the Suns Booker's down. Is I don't he know out for the whole series? I mean, he's out for the whole the whole rest of the season, or not no? for the rest of the season? But we don't know when he's coming back. So with that mystery, you don't know. Like their series could be ended at any point if he's not there. All right. I think they're winning this round one, but round two, he's not there, could get a little hairy. You know. Yeah, I wonder if we can update on Booker's up. injury. And by the way, an update on the Warriors game: the Nuggets are actually up. By eleven in the third quarter, so that's interesting. Look at my moment ranks. What am I It'll doing? Be the one, the one game that they potentially win. Um, let's check. I'm going to take a quick look here. Devin Booker injury. He might miss two to three weeks. He has a grade one hamstring strain. That is not good news. Even if he comes back, he might not be 100. percent So that is not good for the Suns' potential uh, chances in the NBA playoffs. And otherwise, it would have to be the Warriors. Or, I mean, the, the Grizzlies are not who we thought they were. Um, so, the Utah, is, I mean, Utah or Dallas, maybe if Luka comes back and he's full full strength, maybe. I don't like the but, way Dinwiddie's been playing. I don't know. I, he just, he doesn't play as hard as he should. So, it really does seem then that this is the, the Warriors uh, to win. Unless, like, some team like the Timberwolves just come out of nowhere and start winning games. Who the hell knows? Anything's possible. But uh, yeah, the Grizzlies, what the hell happened to the Grizzlies? Everyone was saying the Grizzlies were the the team to beat and ja they don't even need Ja Morant. 
They're, they're just <laughs> they, they don't need them. Nine win, nine win streak. That's what they would say. Yeah, they and they were playing that way, and no one thought they did need John Morant. Now John Morant comes back, and they're getting slapped around by the T Wolves. What's going on here? Anybody watching those games closely? Yeah, the, uh, Stephen Adams. They can't even play him anymore. So now they're trying to retool their whole team around Xavier Tillman after they kind of wrote him out of the script. And then Brandon Clark's been playing huge. I really like the Brandon Clark minutes. Mm. Oh, I, I think, was I giving too much financial advice? I think I actually deleted that financial advice clip because I like never used it anymore. Um, but if you're listening to my financial re- advice, you might end up like this. I am never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> so take everything I say with a grain of salt. Uh, no one knows anything. That's the secret. Nobody knows anything. <laughs> Especially me. I've made every mistake in the book. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, it is. It's like all timing. It's all just getting in at the right time and hitting, getting lucky. Like it, the, the most fun thing to do is to go click open an OpenSea account on someone who has like a bored ape and you just see all of the crap that they have <laughs> alongside that ape. It's like nobody knows anything. That's the secret. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, at the same time, the, the idea of the unrevealed and the revealed, that that I'm comfortable saying that is financial advice for the most part, unless it's like a, a Moonbird or some of these other projects that just go up. But for the most part, that's like I feel for all those people who got those House Akiba memberships. Well, the, moon, the Moonbird thing is like insider trading, borderline. But like the ha- but they're not the- securities, so you can't say well, that oh, it's yeah. insider trading. But it's it's a whole team that just goes in and buys it. Is it? I don't even know. But do you remember yeah. the, ha- the Hape Beasts? That yeah. everyone in the house of Keepa got, and I it was got like, one. Did I you got one. Yeah. You sold it. Fuck no! I sold that immediately. <laughs> I, I sold it within like five minutes of having it. I checked the price. It was like, like eight. Oh, shit! It was. I will. I sold too soon. When I when I sold it was like um, about basically five. That's still right? a lot of money. I, I minted it like three minutes earlier. I'm like, oh, sell, 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 sell. <laughs> right? so, so like, I did fine. Whatever. <laughs> I love yeah. Steve for this. Steve, like Steve's just a flipper. Like right? I'm, I'm, I'm a like, holder. I'm going to flip this five ETH and throw it back in Top Shot. I That's did. how I see it. I don't That's see any wins outside of Top Shot as actual wins. They're just, they're just ways so I could get more Top Shot moments. <laughs> yeah. That's me. Yep. <laughs> well. <laughs> or a pirate. Pirate and Stoner Cats have been taking my focus lately. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Steve, what are the other NFT projects you you rep? You ha- you have your gutter cat dog. Yeah, I got my gutter cat. Uh, um, I saw yeah. you had the Mica Aku verse. Yeah, I got, I got I've had the whole, the whole uh, Aku thing for a while. So I mean, that's that's been going crazy. I don't know if you guys have been reading what happened. Yeah, they they what lost happened? like thirty million dollars, right? Yeah, I mean, they didn't um, they didn't review or audit their smart contract, and the short story, short version is all the money that they raised was like thirty million dollars worth of ETH. Um, it's locked up in a contract forever and they'll never be able to extract it. Um, so no one was burned except for like the project. The owners, the project. Yeah, yeah, because now they can't use that money for um, like funding purposes. Right. Um, but what's what's incredible in the last day was what's happened. Because it also happened, I think, on Friday, Saturday. Um, but like so much of the community has come kind of come together and uh, like there seems to be like a movement almost at this point, like behind it to support it like they're releasing like a, a newer audited contract and there just seems to be a lot of like positive sentiment to like um kind of turn this negative into a positive um so i'm still hopeful that's going to work out but yeah that's my that's another one uh i had that damien hurst one uh, okay that NFT. the dots yeah i got that um actually no how long to it 
Yeah, let me see if I one sec here. I'll show you something. Can you show his physical print now? Yeah, here it is. Okay, fancy. Look at this fancy guy right here. So it comes as a, as a digital thing, and you can, um, I think I have until June to basically decide to redeem the physical piece. And if I redeem the physical, I have to burn the NFT. Um, but in the, in the meantime, I basically um, printed out the, the physical. Yeah, um, why not? The, Just do that this, hold the NFT. Is, well, yeah, because I basically, this is like a one-to-one -one size of what it would look like. And I'm like, well, like, would I be cool with just having this instead of the NFT? Um, at this point, I'm, I'm leaning just towards uh, keeping the NFT. I would say so. Who wants, uh, I mean, yeah, uh, you already basically, you, you right-click saved the photo and you can still save the NFT. It's great. You can still have the NFT as an asset. Why not? Yeah, well, and the NFT is just going to be easier to sell another day because if you get the, if you get the physical, it's going to be a grind again to have to like sell that and ship it and whatever. So I don't want to have to go through that. Um, so Budwi, now I just want to know where you're going. <laughs> oh yeah, he pulled that right on stream. Oh, that's true. He did. I think he pulled it on Mike's stream. Team old. Yeah, I think you're right. So Chef Prez is is jealous about your about your about the uh, the, the dots the dots. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty sweet. It's a pretty sweet dot piece. Um, <laughs> What else? I got my house to keep in membership. That's been pretty cool, right? Because Kiba was an OG uh, top shotter, and that's how I got it. Because he okay. was a good, he was a good guy, and um, I remember him gifting me like a a higher value moment back in the day, and that's why I basically bought the house of Kiba membership. And yeah, that's paid for itself many times over. Yeah, I heard about it. I was in the Discord super early, and um, I remember I've told this story like five times, but they priced it at. 500 us dollars and i remember i was on the checkout page and i had bought plenty of crap on top shot probably on ethereum by that point and it was just like 500 dollars i can't do it <laughs> it's like, oh god what an idiot <laughs> but, but hey we all have our wins and our losses that's part of this game um yeah anyway ppe is bringing up the a certain former attorney that i sometimes do a morning show with <laughs> Um, I mean, he he bought a, a good TSD. You know, I think he made a good move. I mm -hmm. I like the move. The market might not reflect that, but I but think that, that's yeah. cool. You I mean, know, long term, that long term, that should be a grail. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't. And think he has there's... a twenty three in it too. But I think he was number six then, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. No, no, it was it was twenty three. He was twenty three in the moment. Um, it's, it's like I remember it. It's like he's got like oh, twenty three. Yeah, 23.8, I think. Like that's like dunks on number eight. eight. Yeah, yep. he's got. It's just is is a really cool cereal. Uh, right. I was actually I was there when he bought the thing. I was on the stream. Yep. Right. Um. So I definitely, definitely, uh, you know, I mean, financial advice, not financial advice. I I might have told him that maybe he wanted it. I'm, he's like, do you want? Should I do it? I'm like, yeah, yeah. If you want it, do it. <laughs> um, yeah. But, well, that, definitely not financial advice. Our our, our friend Judgy over there is someone who says he dumps his entire life savings into Top Shot. That's <laughs> like, don't do that. As much as you love Top Shot or any other NFT project, please do not dump your entire life savings. And he's probably just sort of speaking with hyperbole, but mm -hmm. yeah, don't do that, folks. Um, all right, what Where's else is there Judge? to talk How's about? How's he been? He's, he's actually in uh, Vegas or something. He's It's some sort of under the I, – I actually know what's going on, but I can't talk about it. But it's something that he might eventually start working for a Web3 um, organization. So that's that, I think that's that we potentially know happening. 
I'm not sure who knows what, but no, Alexos no, Alexos here, which means Web three that we know, or like some random company. No, not not one that we are very much involved in. Not not that Web three, but Alexos here. So I got to do it. We love the community. Alexo made me some money. He put me over. That's three, <laughs> three communities. The Vegas line. Beat yeah, again. Um, should I should I goat you guys into saying some other ones because we haven't played them? Um, or do you you already know them? Factor, roll roll off some. Talk about you got to include the keywords. You know who I love. Who do you love? Roham. Roham. All right, very good. That, that's my favorite one right there. That's yeah, who no. I stand, you know? That's true. I, at night, I bleach my hair blonde. I wear wife beaters, and I and write start, letters to roll. start writing really loudly. You know you know what's funny about this whole stand joke that I was doing? is I'm, I'm actually going gonna, gonna to share this with you guys. Uh, All right. Maybe I, maybe I should. Maybe I should. All right. So, well, now we got to give this solo layout. From the NFT All-Star game. Um, yeah. We have like a lot of memorabilia. Well, I paid fifty-three dollars, fifty-three international shipping to Dapper Labs, right? For them to reject my package in what? Vancouver, like Dapper, La- like it was delivered. I-, I have it tracked. I have all the tracking info, and they wouldn't accept my package that I sent. And I wrote of multiple people in the company, but none of them actually are at the Vancouver Dapper Labs location. Um, so is that why? I don't know, but I wrote them all in advance saying, hey, is this the address? This is what I'm supposed to do, yada, yada, yada. And then I get it sent back. And, you know, you spent $54, and it's frustrating because, ironically, that's the stand thing is writing a letter and <laughs> oh. it out, and Eminem doesn't write back. And I dead ass. Like, I got it all sent back, and they really just... I need We need to play the music behind you right now. Yeah, we need the stand music. Dear Dapper, Dear I sent Dapper. you something, but you returned it. But you returned it, yeah. <laughs> Yo, the stand thing, like, it knows no bounds. Like, it just goes further than you thought it really was. No, you are the um, ultimate stand. I mean, you are by far... The, there's no one that is a bigger stand than you. Nobody. Nobody writes more and doesn't get written back to more. <laughs> oh, I and know, and I will own that title. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to ever top that one. You know, but um, it's great. You know, it's it's great. Uh, I'm glad I, I see everything that Dapper's doing now. Like, they're giving mint juice packs and all this stuff for his events and everything. It's so cool. Well, listen. Don't worry. You got to just plan ahead. Talk to the right people. I see no reason why you shouldn't be able to get some perks as well. I really don't. As long as you don't, as long as you don't burn bridges with a flaming flamethrower, you should be good. I didn't ask for perks. You know, I didn't, <laughs> I just tried to send them like, it's like a, the towels, the thermos, the banner that everybody signed says, thanks Roham. Thank you. Dapper labs. Blah, blah, blah. This is awesome. You know, we, I mean, it's not fun. It wasn't even by them at all but it was more like you know you brought us together this is the community thanks dapper labs for you know kind of building the community that we built out um and yeah you know i just sent that banner some some of the, the plain jerseys all that stuff i thought it was cool memorabilia you know if, if i was roham or alan you know alan's the one who came up with top shot you know i, I would think that was pretty cool that a whole bunch of my collectors of, of my nba product 
linked up and hooped together and stuff and top shot moments were the prizes. Like I, I would think that was cool. So I tried to send it to Dapper Labs so they could have some, you know, like we're all inspired off of their inspiration and I hope they get inspired off, off our insp- inspiration. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought it was cool. And yeah, so then I messaged some people about the, the package and I, I'm just, it was well, more did, like, did... oh, it didn't show up. Oh, we didn't get it. They didn't give me a. They didn't give me a second address to send it to. It was like, oh man, the post office. Well, there's only one answer now. It's um, look at the photos of Roham and, and some of those uh, magazine layouts of his. Go to Google Maps, figure out where that is, bring that package, and just kind of hide in the bushes and just wait for wait wait till he comes home and then just attack him with it. Yeah, well, I was gonna say so. You gotta be clever with that stuff sometimes. Like the box you use, like you gotta you gotta pick like a. A ritzy box, you know. It's you like gotta, that, you like gotta a trap. Like I'm. What? I don't know. That that box <laughs> smells like, like anth- I, 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 I can smell the anthrax. Stuff. I can smell the anthrax, the anthrax from here. Yeah. Just looking at that box. <laughs> Listen, uh, maybe, maybe oh, this would man. have been really cool. You know, I wrote, I wrote a letter inside too. Man, I, I want to almost open this on stream. It's Let's open this on stream. Maybe someone from NBA Top Shot's actually watching or something. Ooh, maybe we'll we'll do like the stand giveaway. Who wants to be the who wants a, a a stand moment from the biggest stand on NBA Top Shot? So so this was never opened, right? It was rejected. It was That's re- true. Pac, I, I think your new name is Pakistan. Pakistan. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. You know what? That's actually what my fan club is going to be if I ever get one. So, I'm going to my pack of stands. My pack of one. stands. Yeah, the pack of stands. I like it. All right. Oh, man. So, this we're this is an unboxing video. Don't make us cry. That's all I ask. So, we got some NFT All-Star Game thermoses, one for Rohan, okay. one for Jacob. Nobody <laughs> else. We got some some nice towels. Mm, those you look know, like they absorb their sweat when the cues are tough. <laughs> I wrote a letter, dear Rohan, <laughs> and it's about I our called you three times and you still didn't call me back. I, I don't even remember those lyrics. I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. I got your home, your phone, and wrote my address at the bottom. I don't know, forget. <laughs> yep. Well, I pretty much wrote about how you know my basketball journey and it brought me to this and, and it's really cool. Like everything all coming together and how basically I said, uh, since then I made my first YouTube video, bought my first NFT, met a fellow university alumni and that alumni and I worked together from 3000 miles away, Massachusetts to Portugal. We connected quickly knowing each other, grew up Boston Celtics fans, boss, uh, basketball unites the world, NFTs, crypto unites the world. The World United for Basketball, February 12th, 2022, at the Basketball Hall of Fame for the NFT All-Star Game. Thank you for creating a space for us and covering dinner at Pack Drip. Hey, that's, and, that, that's a nice letter. And then Roham's uh, big-ass banner <laughs> that everyone signed the back of and everything. Um, well, that could be in his bathroom was, right now. There was nothing malicious, you know. I, I just wanted to say thank you because they covered dinner for us. Um and I bet you it was a. Like, I bet you like. It, usually, the, like the, the simplest answer is usually the right one, and it was probably just some kind of. Uh, they didn't have people at that office or miscommunication. Like I don't think people are rejecting a package just to be like, take it. That's for you, pack drip. Like I don't think that. <laughs> they really did. 
They held the package. They gave it back. Like, how about you give me that? Let me take a dump in it and then send it back. Like, I, I don't think that's what was going on. I, yeah. I really don't. Yeah, but I thought I thought it was just so cool. You know, I, I really like. I wouldn't spend my time on this if I didn't like it. I like. I really like you guys. I really like basketball. We all like hoops. Like we all get together and talk shit and you're in Canada, you're in Portugal. Like it's cool as hell. We really are like doing something that wasn't possible uh, maybe even a few years ago. Like, well, I, I completely agree. And that's what, that's what top shot is to me more than anything at this point. It's yeah. like the, the, the idea that this whole community was created like this from nothing blows my mind. Yeah. It really does blow my mind that this community is, like, honestly this big. Like, I, I read something that over 30% of all Top Shot accounts are international, which I also was, like, a really good sign. I don't know if that's factual, but I've seen it on Twitter. And, hey, that's as much facts as we that need. Means that means it's real. It's real. Um, is, that, is that, like, does that include Canada in the 30%? Because that's probably... I think they're very generous in including Canada, even though it's a Canadian company and they're still calling it the international users. But I think that's the way to gauge it with the NBA um, being, a, like, a United States product. Well, I think some of us might have seen that, uh, the, the story about the, the winner of the, the Raptors event. He flew up from Portugal. So not Portugal, uh, Singapore. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I was like, I thought he was... Yeah, no, it's Singapore, and like uh, that was that's crazy. But like, yeah, Dapper will fly you out to attend the Raptors game if you happen to win, despite the fact you might be in Singapore. No, it is incredible, and I feel like the, the, that's what they should they should win over sort of the physical space. When was, when was that? When did that guy win those tickets? Recently. Recently, I thought that's yeah. why he got league pass. Mm, no, this is a Raptor collector. Who got flight at flew out from Singapore to Toronto to watch Game Three? Or game uh, was it Game Three? Game Two? So my game guess, So if I win some tickets to Milwaukee Bucks, they're gonna fly me from Asta. Yeah. If you win the VIP one. Oh, you have to win the VIP version. Yeah. What about your tickets? You won to Game Seven, which is yeah. I won the happen. Game Seven. Everyone said, "All right." So first off, I thought I it was seven tickets. Them, everyone told me, "Yo, you won the whole first round. Seven tickets, a ticket each game. One ticket each game." Like people wrote me that, <laughs> then someone else wrote me that. Like, and then eventually, I really got to the nitty gritty, and I found out that I won one ticket or two tickets to Game Seven. To game Seven, which isn't going to happen. One, so, so you're going to get a rare pack. So we don't know yeah. what rare pack though, right? But it's still don't better know. than a kick That's in the nuts. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, it was a four hundred dollar flight from Mass to Milwaukee, um, yeah. and that's I don't know. It's just for round one. I don't know if I'm down for it. If it was finals or Eastern Conference finals, I'd make it happen. But most likely, the Bucks are going to play the the Celtics soon, and I could just go to Boston and watch the Bucks play in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So then I bought those the S one Boston stuff. Switched over. Now I'm a Celtics ah, fan, and clever. hopefully I get some Celtics tickets. Good. It's about time. Let's go. Let's get rid of all this Milwaukee mumbo jumbo bullshit. Aren't you moving right. to Cambridge? Yeah, I'm moving closer to Boston. Um, I, Let's go. I talk... Get that Giannis jersey off the wall. It kind of sucks for one thing. Um, I don't want to be a team captain of the Celtics. I wanted to be a team captain of the Connecticut Sun. And now I'm far from the Connecticut Sun. I'm like a 45-minute drive from Mohegan, maybe like an hour. You could, probably, you could probably write an email tonight and say, I want to be the team captain of the Connecticut Sun. They'll make it happen. I did. I talked to somebody. So there you go. I they bet you like, if you... would be a good captain for where you like, wait a second. And I'm you're like, like, no. 
I want I want this one if I'm going to be the captain. They'll be like, okay, you're well, considering you're the only person who's emailed us this, we're going to give it to you. Um, Maybe. We'll see how the WNBA pans out, but I got the full Sun team set, and I'm ready to go. I've been no, in I'm Sun sure, I mean, forever. You know, if you compare the kind of people that want to be the team captain of the Celtics compared to the Connecticut Sun, I think there's a, quite a difference there. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I think that that's going to be way too competitive. There's like a game theory to it, too. Like, you know, like but, no one's going after these WNBA captains. I could have some fun. It's all over the same thing. I'm going to watch some hoops. Right. See, John Paul Jones, she's the MVP of the league. Why wouldn't I? Well, you're the you're a you're a stan of, of Top Shot, and you're also a massive stan of the WNBA. You're very unique in that way. Um, so the the one thing I wanted, last thing I want to talk about, and then we can probably call it a night, but or for me at least. But the the last thing I want to talk about was this idea of giving back uh, with funds to in the Nine Lives Lounge to the team captains. Um, I want to know what you guys think about that because I mentioned this last week. Like, I think it's a cool idea, but how much are we trusting our captains? No matter how much that they get through filters or whatever layers of approval, how much can we trust that these people, these collectors, are going to like first of all do what's right with that money, and second of all, like do things that are exciting and, and engaging for the rest of the people there. And this is actually why I wanted to talk to the nine lives lounge. Some people in there actually wanted to come on here and talk about what they plan on doing. But what do you guys think of that? Like, do you feel optimistic when you hear this idea? Because if you just think about it for like five seconds, it's easy to feel optimistic about it. Mm-hmm. Once you think about it for five minutes though, I feel like the the signal starts going off and like, wait, these are human beings that are going to be given like sacks of money and like go make it happen so let me start you off by cutting that at, at the bud right, um, cut the bud me and, me and veerman have both um done irl events and we've also dappers tried to assist them okay. um so i'm saying if, if steve is gonna go get drinks for the for the raptors guys and everything dapper says to cover the beers at the game or whatever so what really happens is you have to find somebody who actually has bankroll because dapper doesn't give you the money oh okay they reimburse. they reimburse they reimburse so if you run a tab up they say yo you got a four thousand dollar tab yeah now you gotta pay that let's say you run it up to 3500 you gotta pay that 3500 in Mm -hmm. order to leave that bar and then you go (laughs) home and then you call in and say hey i got the receipt i got proof i paid and then it'll go through some back channels and then you'll receive um dapper credit just being transparent you get dapper credit so they're paying you back. You spent $900 in the bar or whatever on beers, and then they're going to fill your account up with 900 dapper bucks, dapper dollars. Um, how does that, like, resonate on a big scale once people really know mm. that? And, and who can manage that? You know, can you be a team captain if there's four games this week and the tab's usually 1200 a night? Or, or do you have bankroll for, for that? Because dapper's not going to give you the money in advance. But so, that's also, but hold on, real quick. That's, so that's kind of interesting, and I don't know, like, if I'm a captain, if I love that idea. That's what well, I'm saying. So well, I'm, I think like, I think they're tweaking it a little bit. From what I understand, there's going to be some. They're they're going to try to have some element where uh, uh, captains can pay uh, with cash or something like that, mm-hmm. um, and then yeah, some dapper balance as well. It's not a, it's not ideal, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, it's just. It's what we have right now and the whole team captain thing at the end of the day it's all run by volunteers like I, I hope to be one of them like the raptors one i applied um 
you i mean steve you've you've made your case like if you are not a team captain like i quit if, the show's over well, it's, know it's, it's only up to you if you're not the team captain it's because you said no and if it's any other way i don't well, know how i feel I, I i basically i only want to do it if i know there's other team captains helping out because i know it's a big responsibility to do it and i, I don't really want it all on my shoulders um to know that oh like people in toronto are only gonna have a good time if i put it in the work because sometimes i'm not going to be able to and i don't want people there that can be able to help out um and like realistically too i live like an hour and a half away from toronto so for me to have to, you know, just commuting or whatever, it's just, it's, it's not ideal. Um, but I think Toronto is going to have, I think three captains. I th so I hope to be one of them. Um, and yeah, I mean, again, figuring out a way that we can um, cover costs of events or whatever, without having to go in pocket, because when I've done my thing, I appreciate Dapper refunding me, but all the refunds have come in the form of Dapper balance. Right. So end of the day, I'm still spending it on my credit card and I have to figure out a way to pay it off. And since I haven't taken money out of Top Shot, like I, I still have it, which is insane. Um, you know, it's basically I just spent money going back into Top Shot again, right? Which, you know, it is what it is. But um, yeah, they got to they got to figure out a better way to do that. Yeah, because it could also be like very. Um, you could come up with an excuse to throw an IRL event, low key. If you want a hollow or something, you're just like, yeah, let's go to the bar tonight, and then. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of yeah, but even so, it, but like, uh, I don't feel like that. The money still get... comes out of your account, but right, and know. you're still getting paid back in Dapper instead of cash, which I although feel like I, I, I would prefer, honestly, if they just said something simple like, um, uh, "Let's keep the numbers really simple here," and it was like, "Okay, um, twenty people at an event, and we allocated a thousand dollars for it. Um, okay, everyone at the event, do you feel comfortable paying fifty dollars of, of, of the of the tab yourself?" And you'll be compensated with fifty dollars in Dapper because I'd almost rather it work out that way because then one person doesn't have to pay a thousand dollar tab and get a thousand dollars in Dapper, right? Right? Like it almost makes sense if you go to an event to know oh if you pay for your dinner you'll be reimbursed in Dapper credit. Like that's kind of cool, um, but it, it doesn't work well if you have to do it for the whole group. Yeah, I just uh, I don't love that. I, I mean, there's something a little sure. queasy about that, which is just like like team captains might not want to be because how much is it per month? It's like 10 grand per team per month. I think so. Yeah. So yeah. imagine putting 10 grand of, of money back onto top shot every month. Right. Away you off your credit card. The whole time. <laughs> and then you have to extract it and pay the withdrawal fee. There's like yeah, a lot like of that's... like catch to it. It's they're giving yeah. us like, like funny, not funny money. Cause it's real. We all respect Dapper and, and what the prices are on the website and everything else. Um, but yeah, it's just um, scaling big it's it's hard if you're gonna give each person maybe fifty dollars how do you gate that that person i don't know is I don't, like no i think just invite your buddies to make well, a top no, shot account you go out to the team captain no i think it's a team captain thing where like the team it's up to the discretion of the team captain i think the team captain we all oh, just okay. have to agree that whoever is responsible for the team like they're just going to be um, acting in the best interest of the team and the community. Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise, like they probably shouldn't be the team captain. Right. Um, and I think this is why like shared responsibilities is, is a good thing too, to keep everyone in check. Like mm -hmm. the other two team captains for the Raptors, I, I've never met them personally, but if they're, you know, if we're all team captains, like we're all going to be accountable to each other. And um, yeah, I think if we're hosting an event to be able to, um, yeah, making sure that people are, no one's taking advantage of this system, right? There should definitely be some checks there. 
Yeah, I kind of agree with this point, though, because if you are the team captain, you spend thousands of dollars, it goes straight back to your top shot. Um, first of all, that might not be feasible for many people, especially if they're going to be spending up to 10 grand per month. Um, and secondly, if it, you, if it does go to your dapper and then you take it out, now you're paying the withdrawal fee. You're, it's a potentially hitting you on taxes. Because mm -hmm. uh, you wanted a night out at the bar. Right, so that that is definitely a little bit problematic. What about just like a prepaid credit card or something like that, where everyone? Yeah, I think it's a, like a loaded card or something yeah. every month, and you got the card, and obviously they could track transactions. Yeah. Yeah. And if right. there's something that's out of whack, boom, you lose your thing. Yeah, they, exactly. They kill the card. They do something. You're banned, or they take whatever from your Top Shot account, give it to Raptors fans. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what it would be, but it's something like that. Um, yeah, I think there's there's easy ways to do it. I just think because I know the current system, and, and I know Steve can speak on it too. So we just did. Is I don't know if that's feasible for everybody that could, like I said, maybe come up with forty eight hundred on the spot. I don't know if every captain could do that. They got to figure out something to change their current system for IRL stuff. Yeah, well, uh, it's interesting, uh, but yeah, TS credit card. Like, imagine if they could. I mean, this the problem with all these ideas is just creates more work for them, and they're already like lean and mean. As they the are, lean, mean, fighting machine, <laughs> and not in a very good way. Lean is a bug and not a feature in this case, as mm -hmm. Ephra would say. Um, and so, yes, if they could almost have like a um, a GPS gate or something, like the money you spend is like around the Toronto Raptors Arena mm -hmm. or the surrounding bars, and you basically have like a, a six hour window, and then the and then the card turns off, or who the hell knows? But I want the it sounds like club. A, sorry. Go ahead. I want the country club. You know, I, yeah. I talked about this a long time ago. I think Jeb was on the one time I talked about it was I think Dapper should build like basketball facilities and like make them cool and stuff. And you use your pass to get in. If we're going to do this Mar-a-Lago board ape yacht club whole thing, nine lives lounge. I don't know. Like, I feel like something real, something tangible. Not a bad idea. Honestly, going. I, I really it's not, think a, it's not a bad idea. And have like an around 21 and a few other places apparently um like i posted a video of my friend who built like a basketball court indoor and now he rents it out that. and stuff um somebody somebody hit me up and was just questioning it and didn't know if i was affiliated or not i passed him all the owner information because i have nothing to do with it but that was something that i said like he built this for like under 100 g's and i mean that's three months of nine lives lounge thing imagine what 100 G's, you build a facility and call it the Top Shot Center, and everybody with an account is can walk in there and hoop and get next or something, you know? Like, I feel like instead of just giving moments that are good, they're giving $30,000, right? And then they're doing giveaways for the moments. They're giving out 30000 in moments that will be worth 20000 next month, that will be worth 10000 the next month. Like, it's burning money. It really is. Like, you have to give a reason why, not just give the people more free stuff you give them a free $12 card they're just gonna sell it you know like I, I don't know like give her a reason to hold why am I collecting this thing for real is it a real experience? Ah, you're right. is this changing fandom all uh, right I like that idea I like the idea of getting also like away from just where like away from just on the platform or you know a small group at a at a at a game or something like that and trying to expand beyond that have like a top shot, like a physical location, have um, just try to expand a little bit. And, and, and that I was thinking about this also in terms of revenue too. And I think someone else, it might've even been LG or someone else on Twitter 
which is there's probably other avenues for them to make revenue as well, like away from the things that we've already experienced so far. Because as they grow, there'll be other brands that want to get involved or I don't know, they can lend that top shot data or something in a way to make money elsewhere. Um, but anyway, this all is a nice little mental exercise. Let's see. Um, let's see what we got here. Here's Efro. He's back with a comment. It's kind of crazy that the packs they gave away for one of one. Oh God, I I ripped. I think. Oh, they 30, gave... 30 or so packs with with Andrew iRacer, and like the results were just total dog water. It was sad, but anyway, the packs they gave the one of one All Star game. They were twenty five hundred ish to buy originally. Right, the packs, but but now for stuff like the RS Rising Star Post Challenge, the forty nine dollar packs have like ten dollar in equity. Yeah, I know. That was uh, painful. <laughs> it was cool of iRacer to just open all these packs, and we played a little game where like, you gave them away, and people in the comments would have to guess like what number they want to open, and they'd, they'd win that number. Um, but those packs were absolutely crap. And, yeah. uh, and all those packs, I think, hopefully we look back at those some months from now, and we just think, oh, yeah, that's when Top Shot sucked. <laughs> like, luckily, it doesn't suck anymore. It's, they figured out supply. They figured out how to price stuff. They figured out how to... Price stuff depending on demand. Um, anyway, that's all good stuff. Is there anything else you guys want to add? It looks like the uh, the Golden State game all of a sudden, the, the the Nuggets were up by like eight. They're now only up by three points with three and a half minutes left in the fourth. So we might see a, a Golden State sweep potentially tonight. So I'll probably end this before that's too late into there and you guys can watch the end of the game there. Um but is it well, before we do that? Is there anything else you guys would like to add? Close How's your moment off? ranks line up, guys? What's your what's your moment ranks looking like? I've like ignored my moment ranks play for for a few days here. Really? <laughs> yeah, I live for this stuff. Yeah, I, I'm still not on the thing. I I I'm feeling, I'm, I know I'm like the one guy who's not on it. Um, you got legendaries too. You could be having fun. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I probably should be playing. You probably yeah. should. I think your legendaries give you like an extra, uh, extra bonus in case that same player hits. Mm-hmm. So but like, would I be would I be taking it away from someone else though? Because I don't really want to do that. Yeah, you paid for it. What do you mean? Yeah, no. <laughs> you're <laughs> you can play in this environment. You're you're a member. I don't want to play like bully ball though, where I come in and just start like throwing around legendaries and stuff. No, but I think like even the people with legendary, the, even the people with legendaries aren't winning all the time. A lot of the time, it's commons actually, people with common mm-hmm. moments. But now in the playoffs, probably less, less so. The play diversity expanded. I remember when it first came out, Alexo won almost every night because it was there was two play types. You know what I'm saying? Like it would be a Giannis block or a dunk, and now there's a block, a dunk, a three, an assist, a steal. And there, there's more ways to play it. But before, it, everyone was chalk. It would just go even with everybody. Yeah. Right. Now, yeah. now that it's there's a lot more move, like moves, and they all represent different point structures. It's it's more spread out. Cool. Right. I right. I have news to announce. Okay. Let me give in you. The, hold on. Let, let me use my breaking, breaking news, news meme. Hold Ooh. on. Here we go. We got breaking news from Steve. <laughs> Okay, so during the show, I said that I, I, I checked one of the accounts that I applied for the association NFT. Mm-hmm. I have since sold it. Hey! <laughs> so, news Buy a pirate! I already had yeah. a pirate. 
Oh, right, let, let me see you fire it. What do you got? Uh, what do I, I don't know. It's on my account, intangible.eth. You can check it out. Intangible. All right, let me go to OpenSea real quick. Um, but yeah, no, I sold sold another another NFT. So there you go. I got some extra money. I'll probably buy back in once they do the reveal, because we all yeah, know that's the what reveal I'm thinking. thing. Like you know, I'll buy a Raptor or something like that and just hold on to it. Exactly. No, right, let's go look at Steve's account. No, yeah, intangible. I, okay, owned I, I by intangible. All right, Steve's got a mustachioed pirate. Let's see it. I bought Let's at the time it was the it was the floor, which was point one two. It seems the floor has fallen. Okay, the purple definitely the purple people, purple pirates. I like them. Mm. I don't know. I figured you know it was, you got it listed. Hell yeah, I do. <laughs> if this well, thing I, if this thing doesn't make me money, there's gonna be hell to pay because I was <laughs> I was told this was a guaranteed win. You know, like this fucking better work out. Otherwise, it's just man. Like only Dapper's allowed to rug. Remember, so like if this you only thing got goes, one though. If this thing goes down, like uh oh, you know, fuck, I'm gonna fucking unleash fury on on Twitter. I might I might even uh, tell everyone I'm just gonna just quit pirates forever. Never come um, back to it. Never. Turn it all to the ground, right? Because, I, don't, I can't uh, I can't believe I actually I bought a pirate. I can't lie, like. Every time, whenever someone's anti-top shot or something, I feel like I, I'm like, uh. even Rohan, when he changed to a bored ape, I was like, what is this guy doing? Like, he, he he pissed me off for the longest time. Like, I couldn't get over it. Same with Crypto Poppy at first. He was like, I'm leaving top shot. I made so much money elsewhere. This place is wasting my time. I give him the benefit of doubt time after time. And I was just like, you know what? Don't leave, though. Like, nah, we got to stick it out. And time's gone on. You know, and more and more, I realized Crypto Poppy might have knew something about. You know, he just he just knew it before we did. Whatever it is, he knew it. And uh, yeah, so you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give my shouts to to Crypto Poppy. At well, first, on, I was wait, mad because he left. But a broken, it was just a broken, broken clocks heart. right twice a day, right? So definitely give some shoutouts. Yeah, mm. he could be right. You know, you buy the board apes and you win. I remember texting my friends. Five hundred dollars, board apes. I'm like, we should buy it. Like, we should buy one. Someone split it. I never did this before. Like, we're all in Top Shot, but we don't dabble into that Ethan Open Sea. We didn't have a MetaMask, nothing. Half my friends still don't have a MetaMask that are in my group chat, and we all collect Top Shot still. Like, but yeah, I missed out on board apes, man. Bad. And then it went eight hundred. I was the same way, by the way. I I had like my finger on the trigger for like a Mm -hmm. board ape. Uh, I think I didn't have enough ETH at the time. Um, but otherwise, I was interested in it. I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll. But it just it never ended up happening. And then, and then I think they went to like the floor went to like one eighth, and that just wasn't going to happen. And right. um, I think that's why I got my my gutter cats afterwards is because um, they were much more accessible. Yeah, I um I seen with board ape that night. I remember watching the mint, and it was like some Schiller or somebody that is from. He's a like Canadian. I was right. watching him. He was live mint night. And it's just like it didn't even sell out. It was just whatever. I did, I thought it was kind of cool, uh, but yeah, Gutter Cats. They went on a few podcasts and stuff in the space, and I liked Gutter Cats better than I liked Board Apes. They just sounded like a cooler crew, cooler vision. The that's art the way was I, way better. The yeah, art, I'm I, like, I could never relate to the Board Ape art. That's that stuff was just like I I'm not gonna rock this PFP. This just looks like I don't know. It, it didn't represent me. And then I saw the the, the Gutter Cat stuff. I was like, oh, it's kind of cool. They got like. Uh, it just it, it seemed much cooler from like an artwork perspective. If I'm in a rock at a PFP, yeah. I agree. I was looking at that board ape uh, art too, and I thought it was ugly as hell. 
I think one man's junk is another man's treasure, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's what the pirates are all about. Yeah. <laughs> treasure. Arr, treasure. Arr. The, uh, the, the booty, right? The pirate booty. Yeah. All about the booty. booty. Andy, what, what do you got for, for your pirates? I know you got the, the Funko one. You traded one in. I traded with uh, Sikalese, the lunatic. Mm-hmm. Um, I have. Let's see. Let's go take a look at my at my pirates. Um, how do I do aye, that? Aye. Hold on. Here we go. Here they are. So this is one. This is my PFP at the moment. This is the one I traded for. I just wanted like a funny looking little guy. So there's my one guy, Bandana Boys. He's mm-hmm. got the pistol on him. He's got that thing on him. This was yeah. the. This was the pirate I got during the time when they like gave back to people who were holding during like that event oh, day. Cool. So it's kind of cool, little lasery eyes girl, and then and then these other two. So I got this guy. I guess he's my most rare one. Okay. And then I got this little sad looking thing. That's the best one that you really? left. I think. Why? Some, something about the the Funko Pop eyes. I just it thought it looked really kind of sad. I, yeah. I, I don't think I could rock that as a PFP. It's like a lone sailor, you know, just yeah. like one boat, a tiny little boat, and that's what the yeah, one. Yeah, he's a very guy. lonely little. And I can't tell if it's a guy or a girl actually, but it looks like a little guy, sad little guy, let his hair grow out, just mm-hmm. sad on the open then, seas, literally. Let's look at my pirate. Type in pack trip real quick. We got we got okay. some good pirates right here. We have a good crew. Where are you? This guy? Well, that's, see, that's see, my uh, NFT project. I see Alexa mentioning the, the Pirates. Uh, you guys have the Pirates? See, I got Veerman. Look, I got Veerman as my profile. Oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> the realest one out here. Nice. And Alexa, too. We got Alexa. Yeah, got Alexa. Got, yeah, there's got Alexa. Sixth man of the Veerman. year, James Tilson. Ghana, Ghana Mamba. Yep. Actually, Jeb. No, that's everybody. inspired Mamba. Ghana Mamba's his girl. I'm confusing my Mambas. Um. So there's your stoner cat. Pirates. There's your two pirates. So we got the karate kid right here. I looked up the traits and the rarity sniper. It's literally like ten thousand. Is this? Yeah. One. But he's so, so per- plain that he's cool. Yeah. This he is more of a PFP actual- than something else. Right. He feels like an actual character. Like he could have a name. If the pirates was a show, I feel like this guy could be in it. That's I, I like picking PFPs like yeah, that, that aren't just like too obscene or too obscure or anything. And then we got this one. This one I just feel like is dope. We got the the tan bandana, bandana boys. Shout out bandana Tandy. boys for and life. We also have the the lieutenant jacket. Mm. We both have that same trait. Yeah, yeah. We're lieutenant bandana bandana boys. And you and got the got Alexo beard, the rare Alexo beard. Yeah. The monkey, the pet is really important. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Who know, who the hell knows? I gotta bounce, fun. guys. All right. Well, I think that's a, that's a good point to leave anyway. So, guys. Um, anyways, thank you for all hanging out. Thank you for talking through all this stuff. And uh, let's let's hope we get like a nice a nice week of NBA playoff basketball. Let's see what happens in the end of this other game. And we will see you all the next week. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Pack Trip. Until the next time. Take care. Thanks, cool. AG. See you guys. <laughs> Bye, guys. Static Selector. Static.